welcome to Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Mind podcast. There will be spoilers and swearing. Episode 36 of Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds. My name is Kate and here is my co-host Matt. How are you doing? Hi, Hi Kate. How is everybody? You all good? I'm good. We are in double episodes of June, which means it is double fisting June. Ooh, painful. Oh, have some of that. <laughs> Squeeze it in. Get them both in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens and in June. Is... <laughs> Oh, that is going to be the tone of the show, clearly. Um, so, yeah, that was me doing the intro for once. Yeah, yeah. Because Matt... Why not? ...couldn't be asked, basically. <laughs> no, I don't Yeah, I'm literally, I was like, fucking... Do you want to yeah. do it? I've got <laughs> nothing. i got nothing. I was just like, brilliant, you're going to give me less than a minute's notice before we start recording, so I've got a thing because I'm in. Um, okay. Yeah, that's no, all right, isn't it? Let us know who, who do you reckon does it better. <laughs> oh, ouch. no, no, no! I'm not being pitted against you because um, you'd blatantly win, being that you've done it way more than me. Um, oh, I don't know. I thought that was a very good intro. You reckon that's alright? Yeah, I agree. Is right. <laughs> Regular listeners are going to be like, "Shit, did I start halfway through? If we already had like the first segment, <laughs> we're back from the trailer." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, what's no, been happening? Uh, yeah, no. Um, what has been happening? Oh, I burned my fucking fingers off. Not literally, but. Almost. Yes, you did. Yeah. You did. I yeah. saw the pictures. Not good at all. Fucking gnarly. And that, that big blister birth that I named Bertie. Um, okay. She, she Bertie burst. Um, oh, in, in the blister, Well, yeah. In the... <laughs> yeah, man, she squirted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought... I thought it was a he. Bertie. <laughs> No, like Roberta. Oh, I see. Like it's a, like an it's an ambiguous name. It's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, I mean, let's it, be honest, guys definitely squirt. <laughs> Don't know. Anyway, <laughs> lol. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, she she burst in um, the blister fucking plaster, which I thought was the whole point of a blister plaster, plaster was to stop that from happening, wasn't it? Isn't it? You got an NHS wife, Matt? Tell me. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Just stick a blister on it. And it's supposed to, isn't it supposed to just sort of like go down, like gradually, so it doesn't fucking pus come all over my finger. <laughs> Hashtag pus come. <laughs> anyway, so I, it, it, she burst. She burst. Jesus God. <laughs> and <laughs> she burst. Well, it's your fault. You fucking said leak to me of all people. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? Anyway, so she's got. Oh, that's true. She's got a nice little gash in my finger. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a little chasm. Open wound. An open wound. Not an axe wound. A lot smaller than that, thankfully. Thankfully, thankfully. Go for that. Um, Imagine if you had a vagina on your finger. (laughs) Oh, that's a would you rather, isn't it? It is. Would you rather? Oh, would you rather a vagina? Or a I, I don't know what film. Oh, no. um, oh, the Cronenberg somewhere, surely. Surely. He's got vaginas in every <laughs> other fucking body part. 
like in his films. Why not on the finger? It's tell you what's convenient, isn't it? Yeah, fingers right there. That's true. Right. Anyway, yeah. so I burnt my fingers. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you might be asking oh, yourself, yeah, you might be asking yourself, like, oh my god, okay, how did you do it? Did you, you know, scold your hands on boiling water, saving someone out of a culture? <laughs> no, the answer no. is far more benign and fucking retard. <clears throat> no. Nope. Oh dear. Nope. Oh, uh, the <laughs> silly. It was that. a very silly thing that you did. Very silly, and it is actually a very silly thing to do. And I'm very sorry for you almost using the R word. Actually, it's never a word that I use. I don't know why I suddenly use it then. Anyway, um, very sorry about that. But right, yes. So, I okay. So I make coffee. Don't at me because if you haven't tried it like this, then you don't know and you can't judge. All right, but this is the way they make it in Spain, and I kind of learned how to do it by accident because my mate lived in Spain when I first started doing it because she showed me. And okay. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! Right, anyway, so I make my coffee because I like them like lattes with a load of milk, put the coffee in, top it up with water, and then I whack it in the microwave. And trust me, it's great. It sounds awful, and when I first heard about it, I was offended like fuck because I'm a massive coffee drinker. So it's, it's, bas- it's basically heated up milk for coffee, <laughs> it's like two thirds milk and one third coffee. No, one third water, sorry. Right. Okay. With your normal amount of coffee in it. It's an instant coffee because I don't like cafeteria coffee. Right. And then I'll wipe my sugar on whatever else in afterwards, right? Anyway, so okay. I do that. And then the cup I was using is a new cup. It was my first use. And I forgot it had a metal handle. Now, I am uh. counting my fucking blessings that it didn't explode my fucking microwave. I don't know how it uh, happened. It normally these things give off sparks and shit. Yeah, Whoa. all kinds of shit. I remember when I put a like a, a baked potato, like a jack of potato with a foil casing in the microwave at work. I fucking <laughs> got one in trouble. I fucking broke one of our few machines. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm not the smartest when it comes to shit like this. Common sense just doesn't really apply to me if you haven't picked it up so far of listening. Anyway, so when I go to reach for the, the fucking coffee, it scolds up my entire fucking hand. I bet, I, I swear to fucking God, I barely fucking touched it. I ran under the tap for like, I don't know, 10 minutes under, under the cold tap. Don't worry, guys. I know that much. How? And, when, when you sh- yeah. showed me the pictures, I mean, you'll stick them on Facebook for sure. I know you can let our <laughs> listeners know. Yeah, I've taken some other ones since as well. I'll put but like a how? warning. So I was just going to say, how the hell did you get those burns in those particular parts of your hand? Because if, if you think about how you hold a handle. Oh, wait, oh I suppose, yeah. It was just did you have your, your little one underneath. You've got your, yeah, your ring finger so. in the middle. And, it, and yeah, that does the most gripping, really, the middle one, which that. is why I've got the biggest burn. And then, un, and then you wrap it around the other ones. And then so I've got, I had burns underneath my oh, middle finger and my yeah, fourth finger. So. And then on the burns. top. No, and then the bottom of my thumb. I had Ava with me, so I couldn't go to hospital or nothing. So I put it in, I put, I wrapped up the whole thing around peace because fuck me, did it fucking hurt. It would hurt, yeah. I've never really been burned before. I've like burnt my hair, on, like burnt my skin on like hair straighteners, or whatever, a little bit. It's like, oh, out, put it under the tap. You're usually fine. This is this. Actually, I tell you what, oh, do you know, I should have taken a picture of that. When the bit blister burst, you could that see stings. through three layers of skin through hey. the muscle. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, damn it, I should have taken a picture. Anyway, so I put my hand around that. It, the piece defrosted 
before the heat was removed. So I then had to replace them with some sweet corn, but it was coming up midnight by this point and I work again now. So I have to have a reasonable bedtime. And um, so, yeah, and I, so I wrapped it all up and I put a tea towel around it and then held it together with hair bands, like hair ties. And I slept with my hand out of the bed like that. And I literally looked like I'd had my hand cut off and it was just some sort of like amputee thing. It's just <laughs> fucking gross. And it was literally only in the morning did, did it start to not hurt. Mm. Fucking brutal. Anyway, so that's one of the reasons why it took a little bit for the episode to come out because it was <laughs> I was in, about to sit down and start editing it when I, I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll make myself a nice cup of coffee. I'll like, edit the show. It'll keep me up a little bit. You know, whatever. Uh-uh. That did not happen, and I couldn't do anything really with my hands for about five days. Made uh, masturbating really fucking hard, I tell you. Yeah. All double fisting. All double fisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell you what, I'm not, not even joke. Throw back to last episode, wipe my ass. Oh, God. Oh, on that note, on that oh, God. note, right? So, um, Jamie, Jamie J. Sammons. We uh, we chat a bit, and she always listens to our show. Um, she does indeed. And we'll come we'll come back to that in a bit. Um, but so she messaged me earlier, and she says, "I'm so glad you brought up dead legs, as in the you know." Oh right, thing. okay, yeah, right? yeah. Brian, this is her husband, Brian Salmons. Yes, Brian. Oh, but people will know because they would have listened, hopefully, to our Halloween episode last year. Brian calls it shit house polio. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really don't sit on the toilet long enough. I, I, I'm literally, like I said in the episode, I get in and get out and get out. about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so pleased for this validation because <laughs> I tell you oh, what, I was enough. listening, I was listening back to the ed- episode when I did get around to editing it, and I'm just listening to myself like, what the fuck, Kate? <laughs> Why did you say there's not necessary information that you need to tell the public? Plus, any potential crushes out there, and like you know, like but there's nothing oh new there, Kate. You tell everybody everything. So I do, I do. Really I tell matter. everyone way too much stuff about me. But anyway, it was so nice to have that validation. And I did ask Jamie and Brian whether it was okay for me to say that um, on the episode. Oh, right. It was that's all fine. It's not me just blurting out their their toilet habits. Like it's, <laughs> um, it was all above board. But yeah, no. So I was I'm quite happy to know that it's not just me. It's at least me and Brian. So at least, at least, no, it's, yeah. Actually, I had a conversation post uh, the show, and yeah, it, um, it transpires all over. The majority of my friends who are in their late forties, early fifties, they also sit in the toilet for long periods of time <laughs> for peace, for peace and quiet. Fuck, this is what I was saying. It's oh, like the only Christ. place that you don't get bothered. Just. Just walk away if it's if you're that. You can't walk you know, away from a five people. year old and you've only got a two bedroom uh, flat. Yeah, it's very okay. difficult to walk away. Just tie to the you bed. You don't have anyone else there. Tie to the bed. No. Just tie to the bed. <laughs> no, that's no, not in my house. <laughs> not no. Mm-mm. I, I have put the rehip. <laughs> put the rehipnol in. I have the tool. What's this? I have the technology. <laughs> But not for oh, my five-year-old. Absolutely not. No. No. No, no. No, she not doesn't need that trauma. <clears throat> she can make her own mind up when she gets older. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, no. Uh, no, yeah. Well, I, okay. I'm saying, I'm going, yes, vindication. But also, are you just saying that I have the same, like, 
blood circulation as a late like 50 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me being a 35 year old. Fantastic. Fantastic. No, he's not in his late 50s, is he? Who? No, not Brian. What? Your mate. Oh. You said they were in like, I don't know, I went to say like, like late I went to 40s, say late 50s, 50s and I remembered, yeah, I remembered yeah. it wasn't, it was late 40s. But still though, a good 15 years above me. Yeah. Excellent. That's all right, I've got the metabolism of like a fucking 70 year old. So it's all good. Dear. <laughs> never dear, mind, dear. never mind, never mind. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's kind of what I've been, what I've been doing. Um, you? <laughs> uh, me? Uh, what have we doing? I had a week off. Did week. you? I did. Oh, that's I... lost, mate. But I didn't go anywhere, as as per se. I didn't go abroad. I didn't go with my family anywhere. I just went fishing on my own. Yeah. Um, awesome. And it was very relaxing and very chilled out. And I just basically sat by a lake and a river, uh, just chilling out, drinking booze. And that watching sounds... films, at, oh. and watching films at night. So where you go, because you say, because I know that you tend to, you know, you do tend to watch movies because you're just in like in a tent, right? By a yeah, lake. Yeah, basically, basically, yeah, yeah. Do you get good like Wi-Fi then? Like you must, surely. Or do you, or do yeah, you download yeah. them and then... No, 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 no. It's mostly either four G or or five G, depending on whereabouts I'm going. But yeah. Oh, okay, so cool. Just basically, so I can watch anything. You know. I sort of, yeah, I sort of always wondered that because I I probably would just download it just you know if I'm just in case, especially if it's like a new area or something. Did yeah, you, um... no, yeah. I mean, if if say Florence is coming with me fishing because she does come along sometimes, you know, we would yeah. download something on a on an iPad and right. then watch it watch it sort of together that way yeah uh but most of the time it's just me so i just watch stuff on you know off my phone so so that's what i've been doing it's been very chilled no very so chilled. do you do you have birds do i have birds i can hear what, birds like, chirping twittering outside yeah i was like oh they just outside they sound so like not loud not like but i was just like did you have a pet bird like they sound like they could be right next to you no that's just I live in the country. You live in the countryside, don't you? Yeah, let me stick my head out. So you can... Put in the country countryside. <laughs> <gasps> oh my goodness. You literally sound like you're in a Disney film. Are they going to do your housework for you? They wear apples. What type of birds are they? Uh, there's all sorts. Literally all sorts. Oh, tits. 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 Tits, robins, oh, everything. I, I tell you what, there was nothing funnier to me than when my mum used to say blue tits as a kid. <laughs> nothing funnier on this earth. You know that Jamie, oh, as we were talking about Jamie J. Sammons and Brian Sammons, um, I can't just say Brian and Jamie has to be Jamie J. Sammons. Their full name, they're celebrities, you know. Um, they have herons outside of their fucking house. Do they? Yeah, like full on massive beaked, build fucking fuck off with rip you in half type yeah. fucking herons man oh we, we occasionally get herons in our stream out the front do you yeah. is everyone just living in a fucking disney like, like disney world <laughs> but me i got fucking pigeons i tell you what i have got the fucking i've got pigeons and seagulls mate that's what i got nice want to swap quality <laughs> we got banging beach in western no, that's a beach. i tell you what though i have got i have got a fucking forbidden forest growing out front of my house Yes, you have. I just sent it. That's not a euphemism, my lady no. garden. Um, 
Yeah, I just sent, especially because I was about to say, I just sent Matt a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a tangled mess, everybody. It's a tangled mess. Tell you what, she really needs a trim. Um, yeah, so my previous tenants took, not, not my, pre- I don't own this place, but the previous tenants, they, um, yeah, they just took care of nothing. And I think that, well, there's no grass there instead, there is mint. And for those who don't know, and the only reason I know is because my mum told me and she's pretty green fingered. Um, don't talk about fingering and my mum. She, she's basically um, said that like mint just like, it just spreads like a virus. It, it can is. do. Yeah. It can do, depending um, on what sort. Well, I mean, the sort that I've got that sort, whichever one it is. I've got wild daisies, okay. which actually are kind of pretty from up here. I've got nettles that are taller than me right now. I've got yes. brambles that are growing under the concrete and then also stretching out across my, my pathway like something out of fucking Jumanji. It's, I've got thistles and brambles. Honestly, it's a it's a fucking forest down there. So you need a you need a gardener. I do. I need I need a handyman to come round during my lonely days to trim my bush. Not <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, so it's, it's it's pretty fucking terrible. Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, that's cool though. You had a really nice relaxing weekend, shit. That sounds right. It, it was, yeah, yeah. It was very zoned out, which is good. Yeah, and after like stuff that you know, been through and things lately and whatever, just, like, the last yeah, year has no, been no, pretty. Just, yeah, that's no, alright. You, just, you just, deserve just, it, mate. Is you what just pl- plod on, get on with life. So. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. Yeah. What are you drinking? What am this, I drinking? On this I eve. Am, on this eve. Um, I am drinking. All right, so I picked this up because it was on offer. Um, and it's normally a lot more spe- expensive than what I got it for. And it's only half a litre. And I could never justify spending that much money on such little alcohol. But it, okay. is, um, it was reduced because this is primarily a very wintry drink. But so, you know Hotel Chocolat? Mm-hmm. I do. Right. So for people, because I don't know, Hotel Chocolat is primarily just like, it's pretty, it's English and it's pretty European at most, isn't it? Like it's not going. I think so. Really. I, th- I think so. I don't know. I don't know if it's gone across the pond. It has a bit because there's, um, it says in the blurb that it's one, there's one, in, there's a, so it's, they, they also do, they've got two bars and one is in London and one's in St. Lucia. So oh, okay. I assume that they are at least in Spain but they're probably not in america or australia and whatever so um anyway it's the hotel chocolat is this sort of delicatessen type chocolatier posh shit right but it's so fucking good and they have their own like hot chocolates and they have their own like like hot chocolate makers and whatever they're like 100 quid but they look swish as fuck have you seen those mm-hmm. things? I have. you have them like I by your amazing. bed and shit and they look fucking good and like they have like these huge slabs of chocolate and they just are oh, it's it's literally it's if you like chocolate it's, it's chocolate a, heaven it's chocolate heaven it's a fucking dream and it's a bit more expensive i would say it's a bit more expensive than thornton's but it's not like it's not like you can't afford it do you know what i mean yeah but it's like if you want to get if you want to gift someone some chocolate and you want it to be a bit special you'd go there yeah. you know yeah yeah of course of course yeah, yeah. um anyway so i have their Hotel Chocolat Velvetized Chocolate Cream. Oh. And it's cons- it consists of vodka, chocolate and cream. Okay. And... Do you, do you drink that neat? Yeah. So I've got my Baileys on me just in case. Just in case. 
because I've never had this before. This is the first time. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm going to try it neat and see how we go. I've got my whiskey stones. Oh, there we go. We're the, it says on the back, we are the only chocolatier to run two bars, one in London's Borough Market and another at our hotel in St. Lucia, surrounded by, oh, fuck it. Is that, is that pronounced cacao? It's like C-A-C-A-O. So not cocoa, but it's like, it's like cocoa, okay, but with a... Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah? I can't really, I don't know how else it would be pronounced. It's like cacao. Yeah, surrounded by cacao. Yeah, yeah. It's like cocoa, but you know what? The the real way of spelling cocoa, not just C O C O, like they do on cocoa box. But it's with an A, so it's like cacao. This has got an anus. Cocoa with an anus. Yeah, cacao. Oh, brilliant! Surrounded by cacao, great, and it says cac as well. Excellent. This is going to be real good drinking this chocolate drink now. Thanks for that, Matt. We started stirring it into cocktails, the nibs, the shells, and the resulting creamy chocolate. The nibs? Yeah, you know, like those nibs, you know, like... Yeah, I do. Shut up. You know those, like, they're like protein nibs, I think, or something? I think that's what they mean. The only thing that I know them from is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when Terry gets, like, obsessed with them and he ends up putting loads of weight on. I have no idea what they are. Anyway, I don't know. The shells and the resulting creamy chocolate. <clears throat> the results were so good, we bottled them. We took our signature chocolate and velvetized it with vodka and cream for a cleaner finish than traditional whiskey. So apparently, even though this is vodka, this is being akin to whiskey also. So we shall see. Oh, shit, I've got to shake it first. Hold on. Shake it, shake it, shake, shake, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Right. That smells weird. It smells sour. That's not a good probably, start, is it? Probably turned the cream. No, it gone hasn't. Off. I've not bought it that long ago. It's, it's, it's the anus. Shut it's up. the anus of the drink. Shut up. It's right at the top. Right. Just for your yeah, nose. Weird. Shut up. Right, I'm putting it in my mouth now. Are you happy, Matt? Well. Fucking <laughs> Right. Um. Mm, mm. It's. I get the whiskey. I do get that. Now I'm drinking it. It's got that kind of like slight burn, but not but like right, the, yeah. the good kind of burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's more like white chocolate than it is. Oh, chocolate, ugh. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's all right. I might go and synthetic. Yeah, I'm quite glad I got Maybe it. Maybe add it's something nice. else. It's nice. It's just. It's yeah. I think I might. I think I might go and get my chocolate Baileys. I've only got a little bit left, but I think it's going to be worth it. Give me a sec. All right. Meanwhile, I'll talk to the um, the audience. Um, okay. Something interesting. Has anybody watched any horror recently? Any good films? Let us know. Oh, she's back. Things back in. Right, let's try it. What are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. What are you laughing at? What you said? What did you say when I was away? Nothing. Me and the audience is having a private (laughs) joke, so never you mind. Yeah, until I fucking edit it, and then we'll. Well, hey. Well, then you'll see. Do you know I'm a fucking idiot? I just blew into the drink like it was hot. (laughs) So it was burning, Malarkey. It's gotten well under my skin. Right, literally. 
Yeah, it's better. But I think all I can taste now is the chocolate Baileys because I kind of doubled it. I don't Whatever. know how we, can, how we can have a 10 minute conversation about a single drink. All right. What are you drinking tonight, Matt? Uh, very quickly, I'm drinking a Herbalife uh, cafe Ooh. latte with vodka in it. Done. Fucking throwback. That's yeah. a, that is a flashback, man. Oh, God, I used to be a Herbalife rat. Fucking kill me. Your missus yeah. is still doing it, I assume, then? No, not really, but we've got some you stuff left. But you've still got right. some shit left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd <laughs> make myself a nice, a nice coffee. It did taste nice, though. I'm not yeah, going to lie. The lovely. chocolate one was quite nice. It was good. It was quite nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bit of a cult. Right, yeah. anyway. No, no we, are still, we, are still doing the, we are still doing the shake, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. You guys can do it. It's fine. Yeah. And right. got some vodka in there. Just give me that extra kick. I mean, is it not the Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Mind Show? Or is it not the Eternal Darkness of Spotless Mind Show? Go, yes. It is. Yes. Allegedly. All right, then. What do you mean, allegedly? Always has been, always will be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's in that overlife, mate? <laughs> right. Should we go on to buy it, rent it, bin it? Let us do that. Let's do that. Onward! Onward, forever onward. Right. <clears throat> you want to go first? Okie dokie. Uh, my first pick um, is a film called Jethica. What? 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 Well, you've got a list. Jethica. Yeah? Not Jessica, Jessica, but you'll say it with T-H. With a list. Jethica. Jethica. Right. Jethica. Cool. Yep. Right. Um... And if you watch this film, the reason why it is called that will make sense. I imagine, yeah, I um, it would. This film is a 2022 release. Uh, well, it's actually only just came out uh, March, April of this year. Uh, directed by okay. Pete O's. Sorry? I just said all right. All right. Well, I'll I just basically give you a little <laughs> insight what what this film is about. Um, can you ghost a ghost? Uh, while hiding out in New Mexico after a freak accident, Eleanor runs into Jessica, an old friend from high school. When Jessica's stalker suddenly shows up at their door, they must seek help from beyond the grave to get rid of him for good. Okay, okay. So, ba- so basically it's just these two friends and they're a little old, old mates and they're just a bit awkward. Now, obviously, I don't want to tell you what the story, well, this kind of... Explains what the story is about, but it's just basically them running away from their stalker. Okay. Um, and oh God, well, that, that literally told everybody exactly what it is. Can you kind of use ghost to ghost? Okay, so basically, it's all about the uh, supernatural and how they get rid of this um, stalker. This film is nice and short at seventy-two minutes. But my oh. God, it is a hidden gem. Really? A hidden gem. I wasn't uh, expecting that from you. Well, it's it's weird. It, it just really caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, I watched this last week whilst I was away. Um, it's beautifully shot. Uh, the lighting and the sounds that it uses. It's eerie, yet kind of... Um, it's really hard to describe. It actually, well, it's a bit like it reminded me of um, uh, Aaron Moorhead. 
Oh yeah, okay. Um Benson. Yeah. Justin Benson. Yeah, it reminded me of oh, what's the one beginning with R? Resolution. Resolution. It kind of had that feel to it. Oh nice. All right. You got me you got me interested. It was just because the kind of I don't know, there's all this weird shit going on. Like, what's what's that? What is that? It's kind of a bit of a you know, ghosty element, a bit of a sort of weird sort of not sci-fi, but just kind of like timey type thing just going on. Cosmic a bit. Yeah, just like yeah, how do we deal with this this situation? Um and the actor was excellent. Um yeah, it's oh, a cool. buy from me. Available as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's like you can rent it for like one ninety nine off places and stuff. Yeah, it's like YouTube, and YouTube, Sky, and... Amazon, Google, yeah, Apple TV. Yes, nice. nobody's. I mean, hardly anybody's <laughs> watched this film. No, I've literally it's the first I've heard of it. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a buy it from me. Definitely check that out. Yeah, no, and at seventy two minutes, it's one of those you can just get in, get out. Oh, hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. So that's Jeff Thicker. Jeff Thicker. <laughs> yeah, and it's literally how it sounds. Like just replace the two S's with a T. Yeah, that's it. Literally, is that nice? Oh. <clears throat> What's your firsty? My first one. Uh, it's been out for about a month or so, um, and it just it was one of those ones that people were talking about it, so I didn't want to watch it right at first. Straight away. Yeah. Um, I just want to sort of let it die down, and then I was going to go in mainly so I could forget about what people had said. Yeah. Um. And that is Clock on Disney Plus or Hulu. Ah, yes, I've seen this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was quite different to what I expected. Now, you know, you know me, I don't tend to watch trailers. I'll try and get as much as I can in terms of a flavour of a film, decide whether one I want to watch it or not, and then not look into anything else. I really do try to go into films blind. Um, yeah. Yeah, just because I feel like it's not something I used to. It's only really been the last couple of years I do that because I feel like lately trailers just tend to show you so much. And yeah, until you watch the trailer, you don't know whether that's the case or not. So I just try to not, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I really went into this blind. I'm really glad I did. Um, I knew the basic concept. I knew it was about this woman who felt her biological clock ticking and the pressures yeah. that come with that. Um, as someone who is a parent, but is very much about women and everyone just making choices for themselves and not going by what society deems okay obviously not murder and shit but like you know when it comes to sort of especially women's expectations within society fuck that if you don't want to do it don't you know yeah, and, course, and having course. children is is no different like I am a mother but like I actively tell my friends like it's the hardest fucking job in this world so if you're not 100% sure that you want to I wouldn't, you know, because it will fucking tell yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I really wanted kids and it's so difficult, but I mean, you know, that's me and it's people have different situations, whatever, but that's the point. You have to decide what's right for yourself. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And it really delves into that and in a way that I found really honest and um, unashamed. And I really appreciated it for that. And there's a whole other sort of like metaphor going on about heritage and responsibility and things like that. And I thought that was something that I absolutely did not know anything. I did not know that that was going to be in there at all. It was um, an added layer that I, I quite enjoyed. And I thought that it tied in very nicely with the overall themes. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Some of it genuinely scared me. It's not one of those big kind of thrill 
horror 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 fest kind of things it's much more of a slow burn than that but when the horror was in it it really hit for me um and it had a nice sort of you know um couple of twists at the end and um yeah I, I thought the performances were great I thought the cinematography was really good I thought that they played with stuff like camera angles and um you know scene setups and things really well um especially when it came to things like the perspective of our main character is that the one where she was let me get this right is this where she goes to that 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 like a place? clinic like yeah That's like a right. yeah it's so like a okay. trial that's right i won't say in case people do like to genuinely go in with not knowing anything yeah um but yeah without sort of revealing too much info that's kind of like what i got from it i thought it was really interesting um and i i I really liked it yeah it's a buy it from me and and yeah you can get that from you okay yeah i really enjoyed it for me i i gave it a rent it right okay maybe because i'm a man does that make sense yeah yeah, I get that. I, I do feel there has been a real surge in of late of films related to pregnancy. Yeah. And I don't know if you've picked up on that. Yeah, I have in a, in a, in a way. I think... I'm just a bit like, oh, God, really? I got another one. Oh, it's the, oh, the, the horror of pregnancy, which I, I appreciate and I understand. But however, do we have to use that as a, you know, a conduit for horror? So I don't know. It just seems really overly used at the I moment. I think though that there's like horror. Obviously, as we know, it will be a reflection of like society and any sort of like of course, society. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. I think right now, especially like in the wake of Me Too and a lot of you know sexual and um, feminist empowerment um, over the last sort of five years or so. Um, I feel like that's just like a natural kind of progression because now is the lowest that fertility has ever been, like that childbearing has ever been. Because, has it? Yeah. Oh, I oh, didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, you know, people just don't want kids and people have choices that they didn't have. And also people, like even me, I mean, I'm not old, I'm 35 for Christ's sakes, but I grew up with a society that told me I had to have children and you had to grow up and get married and have a house and a job and this and this and this. And it's really literally only been these last kind of like year or two that I've seen examples where you don't have to do that and you can still be happy and realize for my own personal, maybe it speaks to me more because I've had my own personal journey with stuff of like not okay. going by society's expectations of what women are supposed to do. I've broken away. I had the, I had this, not to get too deep with it, but I had this very on paper, perfect life. I had a loving fiance. We were used to get married this year. We had a house. We had a daughter who's gorgeous. We, you know, had the cars, we had the jobs, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want any of it. I mean, I love my daughter. I don't mean her. But like that lifestyle, I didn't want. Yeah. I realized that yeah. actually I've been wanting this whole thing my whole life. And then but when I got it, I didn't want it. reality, I don't want it. No, and I left. Fair enough. And I feel like for me, a film like this, where it so clearly demonstrates those inner battles and, the, and, and outer battles that you have with, you know, that I've got friends who don't want kids and they're constantly, constantly getting oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, yeah. Even I get it. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You've only got one. The, 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 oh, you'll the want pressure. more. Yeah. The pressure almost to do, yeah, to 100%. follow like social even, norms. Yeah, even someone with a kid, I get this all the time. Oh, only one? Don't you want more? 
Oh, you'll okay, want more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we get I that. won't. In fact, I've applied for a fucking for getting my fucking tubes tied. That's how little I want a second kid because I am happy, so happy with my first kid, and I don't feel the need to have any more. But society deems that well, if you have one, then you must have two, you must have three. Where the fuck does it end? And this film really taps into those sort of societal pressures. And I don't know whether yeah, men have yeah, the yeah. same thing or yeah. not. They may do in other areas. That's not to say they don't. But there's absolutely a pressure on women every mm. time you go to mm. play. Oh, have you got a boyfriend? Oh, you've got a boyfriend now. Are you going to get married? Oh, you're married. Are you going to have kids? Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. have kids. What's wrong with you? Oh, you'll want them. You'll change your mind. What the fuck? Yeah, no. yeah, I understand that. I understand. You know, and it, I think, that stuff really got to me, you know? I, I think that's probably why it, yeah, why uh, it, it, you know, works with you more so mm. than it did with me, I guess. Yeah, and I'm not saying that men don't have their own but there could be a film that is all about the societal pressure that men have to have a high paying job and be the breadwinners and whatever else that I may not relate to, but you would relate to a lot more kind of thing. You know, it's, it's swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Sure. Sure. What's your second so film? That was a buy it. Yeah. Buy it that's a buy it. Yeah. I my second. That, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, my second film uh, is also a 2023 release. Yep. Um, and it's directed by Adrian Grunberg, and that is The Black Demon. Ooh, okay. Do you know about this? You've heard about this? I've heard, I've heard of it, yeah, but Do I, don't really know anyone, I haven't heard anyone speak about it. Okay, it's a shark movie. <laughs> what? That's such yeah. a misleading title. But okay, with, I'm with it, with I'm with it. Josh, Josh Lucas, you know Josh Lucas? Oh yeah, I know Josh Lucas. Oh, yeah, he's still doing stuff, is he? Irritating twat. Um... <laughs> I can't hear so irritating in this film. He got right in my tits. Um, okay, so basically, Josh Lucas is an oil man. And okay. he basically is going to Mexico with his family to uh, visit a an oil rig, which he is in the process of decommissioning. Um, cool. And But the locals are all a bit spooked. There's something going on. And mm. it transpires that the oil rig and the people on it have basically fucked off what's called the Black Demon, which is a huge, great big megalodon shark. Right, excellent. So that's <laughs> that's basically it. That's the setup. That's the setup. Nice. Um, and basically, it's just about Josh Lucas and his family um, on this oil rig dealing with this shark. So hang on, wait, the family live on the oil rig? No, oh. no, they're, they're visiting. You weren't listening. Again, you weren't listening. I did listen. Okay, I what, did listening. I, what did I just say? You said that they got to go onto the oil. He went onto the oil rig and there's this big fucking megalodon type shark yeah, that everyone they sells they the black demon. They don't live there. Why are they there? Why are the family there? Why is it not just Because I said they're decommissioning this oil rig. No, I know that, but they don't work Why is him. his family with him? Yeah, that's what oh. I mean. Like, why are they there on the fucking oil rig with him? Okay. Um, well, they're on a holiday. He brought them along on holiday. <laughs> the, lo- the locals got a bit rapey, uh, or oh. attem- attempted rapey with the... Um, with the, the, uh, the Yeah, so they had to run away and get a boat on the oil rig with him. Right. Okay. All right. So, all right. So that's the setup. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I was just confused. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I was listening. I promise. <laughs> so anyway, they're going to New York, uh, and then this, this zombie man comes out in the room. No. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Matt. <laughs> all right. 
Um, yeah, so basically, it's a shark movie. Um, the acting is okay. However, Josh Lucas just got really on my tits. Primarily, <laughs> probably not really because of his acting. Right. But the bloody scripting and the lines that he was given Ooh. was just utter shite. Literally Ooh. utter, utter shite. I mean, to some of the things, he's like, what the f-? Literally, what the fuck are you talking about? Can you remember anything? Anything particularly stands out to uh, you? Like, this shirt, it's burgundy. What? So, yeah, I know. It, I'll, <laughs> it will explain. He's, he's wearing this red burgundy shirt. I just, ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's just a bit boring. Fair. Uh, the, the story is just... Just badly utilised. Um, they're just kind of dicking around on this oil rig. They're not really doing anything to get do you know anything against the shark. They're just kind of dicking around amongst themselves. Uh, and there's a few other like oil rig people on there, and <sighs> it's it, okay. It's all. It's a, however. It's all right. It's not as. It's not like. The Requin, or um, oh, oh, still the same. <laughs> some of these other absolute do- dog shite shark movies, because it it clearly had a more of a budget. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I could I actually kind of enjoyed the actual shark element of it. Yeah, when it's okay. there, it was actually quite good, and it looked quite effective. The CGI was alright. Uh, so it's it's a buy it, no it's not a buy it it's a uh, rent it from me. However, okay, that's all right. However, it's getting really really low ratings, like one point seven on on Letterbox. <gasps> Is it? It's getting pretty Ooh. slated. So um, yeah, it's a shame because I mean, and I really like the poster. I think the poster is pretty cool. Oh, let me have a look at the poster. What was it called again? Black Demon. The Black Demon. The Black Demon. Oh, yeah, that is quite cool. Mm. Her poster, sorry, I burped. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I can see why you'd be intrigued by that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) that's a rent it. What's your number two? (laughs) (sighs) Damn it. Um, my number two is a film also from 2023. I happened upon this on Prime, um, just sort of looking for stuff that was okay. recent that may have slipped my my radar. Okay. And this is one of them. Um, it's called Mind Cage. Um, and from t- 2023. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Well, Ooh, I thought I knew. I thought I knew everything that came out. Well, in yeah, 2023, don't. but clearly I don't know. Clearly, you were remiss. Um, oh dear! Oh dear! Well, to give you an idea of okay. why you may not have heard of it, it's got 1.9 on Letterboxd. Yes, I've just seen that. Right. Uh, by the way, it's, technically it's 2022 because it's original release 2022, but we didn't it, get it. To yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So, but, right, check out this cast. Martin Lawrence, 
John Malkovich. Oh, I got excited by Aiden Turner. It's not the Aiden Turner from Poldark. It's Aiden spelled with Aiden Turner. And not an yeah, A I D E N, not A N. So lies. And then Melissa Roxburg, who was in something called shit, I can't remember, but apparently she's in something. Um, and she's pretty shit in that too, apparently. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this film. Oh. Was she, in, she was in Leprechaun. Was she? Cool. Yeah. Right. Well, she's also in this. Okay, here we go. God, where do we begin with this fucking film? This fucking film. Oh, God. Okay. It is the most insanely unashamed rip-off of Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> Seven, any fucking serial killer film, you like thriller, you have ever fucking seen in your life, they have plagiarised it. It's, oh, you're watching okay. it going like, how the fuck are they not sued? You How's have really allowed to get away with that. Yeah, they have these uh, serial killings that are very elaborate, almost seven style, and or saw. Uh-huh. They, in fairness, in fairness, the kills, the setup that they have, they they get these very elaborate displays publicly, and they are fucking cool. I will give it credit for that. They okay. look fucking yeah, great. They yeah, yeah. really reminded me of season six of Dexter style, if you remember that. Um, with yeah. um, Colin Hanks in it. <clears throat> anyway, and then they and but these murders are a copycat of another serial killer who is in prison on death row, who is very educated and artistic <laughs> and insightful, <laughs> and they send their rookie cop Hi. female. Who is paired oh, with this angry black thanks, cop really? <laughs> who is this close to retirement oh. and way too old for this shit to go and interview him to see if they can get help with said murders. Does that sound familiar oh. to you at all? Wow. And that's, they even trade off and she even original. talks about her father that she obviously has daddy issues oh. about. And then he uses not on that a farm. information. <laughs> not on a farm, but yeah, it's it is the most like face melting and then the ending i'm not even gonna get into it if anyone wants to check this movie out it is on prime i don't know where it is anywhere else it's an hour and 30 minutes long it's not that long and i recommend watching it drunk because it then is kind of funny and the ending will have you roaring because i was sober watching this and i burst out laughing and it is also ripped off from another fucking oh, film, but I won't say the film because I don't want to spoil it. Because that hour and twenty minutes, or that hour and ten minutes, is almost worth it to get to that ending. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. Even John Malkovich, who is the, by far the best thing about this film, cannot save it. Yes, I, I, I oh, yeah. So that's my <laughs> page, and that Not- is a minute. <laughs> Unless you're drunk, in which case it might be a rent it. It might be a rent it if you're drunk. Someone watch it drunk for me and tell me because I'm certainly not watching it again. But yeah, watch it. Here's a question for you. If you hadn't seen Science of the Lambs. Okay. If it was just on its own. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what's this? Man cage. This looks good. Yeah. And you put it on. Would you have a better time with it? 
No, because the acting is terrible. It's just poorly written. There's huge plot holes. There's shit that flat out doesn't make sense. So do you know what? It's almost more entertaining because you've seen these films because you're like, you're so incredulous at how they got a fucking way with it. Do you know what I mean? I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you hadn't watched those films, you're just like, there was a cool concept here and they fucked it at every turn. What the fuck is John Malkovich doing here? And you're still asking that question, honestly, at the end of it. He's definitely needing, I don't know if he's going through a bit of a Nick Cage thing or what, but like... Having a bit of a break. Yeah, where he's just like needing roles. Just do some shit. Just do some fucking shit and get paid. I don't know. A a swimming pool being built or something. Yeah, he he needs a fucking holiday. He's doing a Michael Caine with Jaws 4, you know? Um, Yeah, uh, mate, so many questions with this film. So fucking So little time. I don't think I'll ever get them answered, honestly. Um, but yeah, so that's a bin it, but I kind of also recommend it just so people can kind of see what I'm on about. Okay. Mind I kind of want you to watch it, Matt. I kind of want you to watch it. I don't know if I can... <laughs> Put yourself through it. No. I tell you what, it's almost worth it for the ending because the ending is the most batshit fucking what the fuck <laughs> like I've seen in a long time. God. Yeah. Mind cage. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it at one point. <laughs> I mean, time's short these days, you know? I'll tell you what, if you decide that you're not going to watch it, let me know and I'll tell you how it ends. Okay. All right. Tell me how, tell me how it ends. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how it ends now okay. in case people like to want to. Maybe I'll tell you tomorrow. Sorry. Okay. Right, your third one. Right, my third one um, is uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, with Russell Crowe. With Russell Crowe, which came out yeah. in April of this year. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen this? No, I missed its cinematic run. I just didn't have time. I kind of wanted to go just because yeah. it's horror, but um, I missed it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, by Julius Avery. 103 minutes runtime. It is out there. It wasn't cinemas, but I think it's all It'll probably out be on there now. Sky Cinema um, at some point, wouldn't it? Yeah. So basically, this is a story of um, Father Gabriel Amorth, who's basically and. Uh, it's basically the Pope's exorcist. Um, and it's basically how he is clearly upsetting people. He's, uh, and (laughs) and Russell's Crowe character is actually quite funny. He's, he's, he's the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's quite, um, how should we put it? He's, he's very confident in himself and he doesn't really give a shit really. Because basically, okay. he work, he works for the Pope. He does his thing. He knows how to do his job. However, yeah. there's some people from the church who think he's, you know, he's a little bit, a bit arrogant, a bit of a top. Yeah, you know, he's swigging whiskey and all that type of stuff. It's, he's riding around on his Vespa. Just being a priest in Italy, right? He's just being a priest. A priest in Italy sounds pretty standard. <laughs> I was about to say something, but I don't <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, he's riding around on his Vespa um, and he's doing his stuff. Um, right, so we've got Russell Crowe, who is obviously the main main dude. And yeah. I, 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 really, I really liked him in this role for some reason. Did I mean, he does his, Yeah, he does his kind you of... You like Russell Crowe normally, because I know he's very Marmite, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he can be. I quite like him. I mean, I haven't seen much of him of late when he got fat. <laughs> um, he took a bit of a breather, didn't he? I think from stuff. Yeah, mm. uh, 
but I've yeah, never seen enough of his work, honestly, to really like all like okay. like or hate him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen quite a lot of his early stuff, like Romper Stomper and Gladiator and yeah, all that I've type of thing. Gladiator. What's that? I've never seen Gladiator. Haven't you? No. Wow. I watched his Robin Hood. That was a bit shit. Oh, right, yeah, no, I've not seen that. But, yeah, Gladiator's very good, but it's very, very long. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, yeah, Sunday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Russell Crowe in this. Um, mm. I thought his Italian accent was quite amusing, but it was, wasn't <laughs> so bad. It wasn't too bad. It was all right. It was, you know, passable. But, basically, right. it's just it's just him. Um, he goes and visits this family in Spain yeah. where um, shit's uh kicking off so okay like everybody will always say it's very very hard to do an exorcism movie without you know copying the exorcist yeah i think the most original one because of the angle that it took was um the exorcism of emily rose i really like that film yeah but okay. out with that so, i think like uh, yeah but out with that though it, yeah you're absolutely right yeah i feel like it's so, very I mean, and this is a fairly decent effort. It's, um, <laughs> you know, it has got its kind of generic exorcism type moments. Oh, of Christ compels you. Uh, well, kind of, you know, there's a lot of the uh, possessed child is saying certain things, but it's just, you can tell it's just like, rather than... You know, your mother sucks, mother sucks cocks in hell and let yeah. Jesus fuck you and all that type of stuff. Yeah. This kid's using other different things, uh, you know, to blaspheme and right. be bad, you know. So, okay, it's, it's never going to win any awards for being original. However, it's a very decent attempt um, at an exorcism movie and, oh. you know... And it's got, you know, it's got a good cast, um, along with Russell Crowe. Um, and there's obviously spent a lot of money uh, in doing so. What is, uh, what is, sorry. No, sorry, carry on. Sorry, what? No, no, you carry on. Uh, okay, I was just going to say, there are moments where it does feel uh, a little bit generic mm. uh, Hollywood horror movie. But aside from that, um, yeah, it's, I would say, uh, what did I give it? I think I gave it... I think I gave it a seven. Oh, so uh, it, it, yeah, it's a it is a buy it from me. I I, I really quite enjoyed it because I thought it was going to be shitter than it was. Actually, I was quite kind of uh, yeah surprised. I had the impression that it's fairly mediocre. You know, because as you said, like it's so difficult to do an original. Like you can have perfectly decent Exorcist movies, but like they all kind of hit the same beats and you know make the same nods and whatever. Um, you know, so yeah. it's really difficult for any of them to really stick out apart from The Exorcist or something like, you know, um, The Exorcist of Emily Rose, like I said. And that's only, that wouldn't, The Exorcist parts of that wouldn't, aren't any different either. It's it's the fact that it's done from a case of mental health versus exorcism in the court case. That's the stuff that makes it stand out as, it's like, separately from its peers. Um, and also, Jennifer Carpenter is fucking great in it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. like, you know... Um, it is very difficult. So I kind of just had this impression that it's fairly mediocre and what your your review there not only surprised me, but actually it's made me kind of keen to watch it. Um oh, and, good. and I also as well, like I think like, you know, 
I mean, I don't know what Russell Crowe's got going on in his life, but like he seems to be pretty selective in terms of what he does. And, you know, I would never have put him in choosing a horror film. Now, I know that a lot of people are doing horror. Horror is very much the hot topic right now, um, has been for the last, how, like, you know, maybe 10 years or whatever. It's very kind of on trend or whatever. But like, you know, Russell Crowe is, he's, well, he's a bit of a knob, isn't he? Really, like he's pretty pretentious. He's pretty sort of pretentious and stuff. As far as I, as far as I know, I don't know the guy. You know, I could be wrong, but he always seems to be a bit like, like not arrogant, but just a bit pretentious. And like, so for him to go for a film, like you would have to sort of like assume that something stood out, you know, because yeah. it's quite an unusual turn for him in terms of his roles. Like I've never seen him do anything remotely like this before. So that's interesting in itself. Um, and also fair play for him trying another accent because normally he yeah. just no, he does with Sean Connery and just you know speaks how he speaks, doesn't he? No matter what he's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's, he was he was pretty decent in this. So yeah, oh, well worth yeah. a watch. Cool, cool, cool. What is your number three? My number three um, is so you might not count this as a film, but like. It's an hour long, um, so I figured, fuck it. Also, <clears throat> I was running short of time and I realised I hadn't really much watched a lot of horror since we last recorded. Um, and I watched the first episode of Black Mirror. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, which is called Joan is Awful, and it's got a myriad of people, and that is for a reason, uh, which I won't go into because mm. I don't want to spoil. Have you seen it? Mm. Mm. I haven't, no. I've. You know what, I've got to be honest, I've only watched one episode of Black Mirror. Oh, really? Which one? Really? Yeah, I only watched Which... the, the pig fucking one. The first one? Yeah. Dude. Oh, you're doing yourself a disservice. They're not all, I, they're not I, all I, brilliant, I, yeah. but I would yeah. say a far higher hit rate than this. They fuck with yeah, your I head. don't know. It's, it's just, it's me, me and my end series. I just, I don't know. I've got to, I don't know. I just need I'm, to kind of get into it. I'm normally anthologies. I find so difficult to get through, like okay. I do. Um, but Black Mirror, it even though it's very much technology versus human, very sort of you know Matrix kind of style of like you know humans versus technology. Each episode is so different, and some are a little bit more lighthearted or they have like a really nice kind of vibe to it in a lot of ways but most of them are dark as fuck and most of them fuck with your head and this one honestly I thought I wasn't overly looking forward to it but I'm a bit of a completist I have to start from the beginning and go through I can't sort of pick and choose you know so I was like fuck it I do want to watch the series I'm gonna fucking watch this and the basic concept didn't really do much for me but it's so unbelievably meta and it's terrifying because like a lot of Black Mirror's episodes, it's so close to home. You could see this okay, happening yeah, yeah. and it terrifies. It's so terrifying that this actually could happen. All of the things that exist in this episode exist in real life. Oh God, okay. And it's, it's fucking terrifying. But at the same time, it's very funny um and it's got a great cast and stuff but if i couldn't think about it too deeply at one point i literally had my head my hands sorry on my head just like oh my god oh my god no make it stop kind of thing because i was thinking about it too much and i all i 
Tell you what, Black Mirror, all it does, you watch one episode of Black Mirror and it just makes you want to live on a fucking commune. Like, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, it's oh, wow. a bite okay. for me. It's a bite for me. And I'll see you in the in the, in nice. the West Country on a farm. <laughs> um, with no, with no <laughs> electricity okay. and no, no electronics, no fucking anything, no phone, no nothing. I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a bite for me, but fuck, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's just, it's difficult awesome. to talk about it without talking about things. I, Matt, do, so, honestly, do yourself a favor. Watch, watch Black Mirror, Honest to Christ. Okay. Do I, just start from the top. Yes. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, just go through. Like, because you know what, like, like this episode, even the ones that may not necessarily feel like they're your type of thing, they'll surprise you. But don't expect every single one of them to be like a 10. So there are some ones that you may not like vibe with so much, but okay. I can guarantee you there'll be a far bigger hit rate than there will be a miss rate. Guarantee it. Okay. And, and, and they're all an hour long, yeah? Yeah, give or take. Or, some are a little bit longer, some are a little bit shorter. You know, around that, give or take on average, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you can watch them with Florence as well. In fact, actually, it might be good for her to watch it because of the fucking horrors of technology. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that is that. And that is that. Um, do you have a online review at all? I do. I do. I took a photo of it. Oh, all right then. Uh, oh, wait, how many um, do you have? Do you have just one? Just one. Right, I have two. So shall I do mine okay. first? I'll do. Okay, I'll go yeah, first. yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, cool. Right. So these are both for clock. Okay. And they're both from Letterbox, and they're both one star. Okay. Um. So this first one uh, is from Nikki Spears Two. Um, and it is called okay. Waste Dot of Dot Time. <laughs> and you'll see there's a running theme with this review right, ready okay <clears throat> <laughs> not horror not scary offensive stupid and what the heck did i just watch ridiculous silly waste of time i can't believe that i feel for the reviews that this is a good movie this is absolutely stupid and makes no sense Waste of time, 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 waste of time. Not horror, not scary, offensive, stupid. What the heck did I just watch? Ridiculous, silly, waste of time. I can't believe I fe feel for the reviews. I'm pretty sure she meant foul. Feel for the reviews that this is a good movie. This is absolutely stupid and makes no sense. Waste of time, 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 waste of time. It makes me laugh that Jesus Christ. Copy and they blatantly <laughs> written the review outside, copy and paste and copy and pasted it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it made it did make me waste chuckle. of time. Waste of time. Waste of time. Yeah, she waste made her time. One, two, three, four, six times at the end, and then one at the beginning, just you know, for, for shits and gigs. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, Matt? Oh Jesus. Uh, my one is uh, mm -hmm. this is from um, Camelot from, mm -hmm. from Letterbox. Okay. And Camelot says, uh, "But what film is it for?" 
Oh, uh, it's for the Black Demon. Right, right, okay. Um, what's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on here. Incompetence, negligence, <gasps> mismanagement. That's what, that's what it is. I mean, I know a big-ass shark when I see one, and that CGI thing out there is just a mutant freak mockery of everything the Meg worked so hard to create. The Meg? Sorry. <laughs> The Meg, I, of I all know. comparisons, the Meg, right? Yep, no, I, as you were, Jesus as you were, Christ. as you were. And I'll tell you something, pal. <laughs> Josh Lucas should know better. How the hell did he end up becoming such a red-shirted meat puppet who's reduced to harming his way through this... Oh, no, hamming his way through this terribly written and horrendously directed trash? Uh, and I put in quotes... Hey, I paid my dues, pal. I earned all this. And this is burgundy. <laughs> oh, so, you, you know, he, he says a lot of the same thing as you then. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you something, pal. That is... <laughs> That's lols. I'll tell you something, pal. Nice. That really made me laugh. <laughs> like some of these are like some of these are proper like funny and stuff, and like I'll like have a, a bit of a giggle, but that one really actually made me laugh. <laughs> that was good. All right, cool. So my second one, yeah, it's uh it's letterbox, it's one star. It's from Jack Dan 0527314. Oh, here we go, another bot. Well, I don't know. I don't know if a bot is okay. grammar as good as this guy, but yeah, we'll see. Also, I'm pretty sure that some of the stuff that it comes out with is not okay for a bot to do. It is titled, ready? You ready? Yeah. Childish lesbian feminist crap. <laughs> Let that sink in. That's why I'm like, maybe nice. it's not a bot. Maybe it's not a bot. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Just someone okay. who thinks like a bot. Right, ready? <clears throat> Someone's got a problem. Okay. Oh, go dude. Dude, you wait. It's a crude oh, revolt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, for sure, man. Listen. Right. Just listen. Okay. Look. It's a crude revolt, typical of childish women who don't admit that time is passing. The film starts from the lesbian premise that not having children is normal. We know it's not. But it seems that the writer decides to show her private bubble to the world. In it, there is a society where women are the most amazing being in the world. Men are unnecessary. Their sperm is not. Yes, you will hear that. The whole movie feels like a childish parade of feminists saying that fetuses are parasites and that it's much nicer to live without having children. But the worst problem with the film and the silly script is not that. It's the fact that in her desire to fill the lesbian dream of turning motherhood into something terrible, which is a lie, the writer forgot to create a cohesive and coherent terror. If you're watching this movie lying down, you're going to sleep. And that's the best part of it. Oh, well done to the bot. May. Christ. May. Oh. As, mate, all kinds of issues going on there. All kinds. Oh dear, oh dear. To speak to his fucking therapist. Yeah, oh, it's almost as though women have a choice about their bodies and lifestyles. It's a sin. Oh, oh my god, unbelievable! Oh my god, <gasps> how dare they? How <sighs> fucking dare they? How bloody dare they? How These very dare women. they? These lesbian women. These oh. lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian feminists. The, sea, the semen is a gift. 
<laughs> and I am the gift of God himself. Oh. Procreate with many women across the land. Pew, pew. No, mate. Fuck's sakes. Get fucked, you incel dickhead. Absolute penis. Absolute penis. Irony is not lost in us in that statement. But yeah, fucking, uh, mate, that had me actual giggle sideways. Actually, howling. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm like, you know what? That review, so, right, okay, I'll give you a little bit of a, a background. So I was looking at reviews and originally my reviews were going to be for Mind Cage because, you know, easy. Oh, okay, because it was so shite, yeah. It was so shite, it was going to obviously have, and it, it did deliver. I had a good, good few of them ready to go. And then I was like, ah, oh, like, just have a look, see. And I saw that. And, and I was like, like oh, you know my what? Word. Sorry, Mind Cage, you lose again. I'm going for this bad boy. And then, like, and I'd seen the other one because that was the thing. I'd seen the other one. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty funny. And then I saw this one. I was like, no. no Wins, Mind it. Cage, you are out of here. You are at the bottom of the bottom every fucking time. I'm afraid. Because, yeah, that one just. Nice. Oh, mate. Um, oh, right. Fine. That oh, is quite rented, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Before, no, before, before we go, before yeah. we go, I've just found a couple of cheeky one light um, as one liners oh, uh, no, for please. reviews for the Black Demon. Yes. Now, Niz okay. writes, walked out 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Snore gave it one and a half stars and just wrote Megalodum. Oh, dear. <laughs> that is great. Nice. I like that a lot. That was a good. That was nice. Short, sweet, beautiful. Short and sweet. Right. What's next? Right. We got our games round, baby. <laughs> Fuck movie we kill. Can. And also, anyone who is paying attention, probably nobody, but I realised that we had uh, we should have done this game last episode. Silly me. But never mind. Oh well. Oh, I quite well. like what we did with. With Would You Rather last episode. <laughs> it was good times. But yeah, we are on Fuck Movie Kill. What? what? Um, Fuck Movie Kill. Yeah, so um, this is where we take lines from movies that could be said in a movie or in the bedroom. And then we have to guess which movie it comes from. Um, oh, hang on a minute. I have fucked up. So Did you not do one? No, I did, but I thought oh. it was something completely different. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> what have you done? Oh, <laughs> I've <laughs> you love this. Um, Go on. I've done it like uh, marry fuck kill. <laughs> marry fuck kill. Yeah. What have you done? Well, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. Tell I me know. what you've done. Tell me what you've done. Yeah, I, I've done marry fuck kill. Which of the three witches of Eastwick would, would you marry fuck or kill? Oh, do you know what? That's great. That is great. Except one thing. Oh, do you know what? We should actually do that. That would be a great game. Mm. Right, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about it off that. Okay. Um, but yeah, that would be great, except that I haven't watched that film since fucking God knows, and I actually cannot distinct the characters at all. Cher, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Susan Sarandon. Yes, no, I know the actors. All oh, right. But I can't remember what their individual, like character okay. traits are i mean i could do i could do just the actors if you'd like tell you what we'll save it for another day all right save T- yeah for a rainy all right. day. i'll, Sorry, I'll watch i'll wife. watch witches of eastwick but i've got a couple i've in fact yeah i've got a couple here so we could do mine okay and then yeah 
That'd be That's fine. it. We'll just do yours. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do mine. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, right. First movie. <clears throat> oh, um, by the way, this one, I'm going to give you a clue. Okay. Right, first off the bat, we have covered this film. Oh. Okay. Right. Ready? Yeah. Right. Why does she want me? She wants something to love, I think. Something that isn't her. Or maybe she just loves something to eat. Mm-hmm. Say it again, please. Okay. So there's two people talking. So first person yeah. goes, why does she want me? And then the second person goes, she wants something to love, I think. Something that isn't her. Or maybe she just loves something to eat. Mm-hmm. Like eating out? <clears throat> Did you get it? Like eating out? Eating out. Like eating, eating out. That's out why it's like... Like in that's why it's Monja Monja. Monja Yeah. Mo- no, Monja Monja. What's Monja Monja? Uh, that's from uh, um, 100 Days of Sodom. Ah. Uh, or Salo. No. Monja oh, Monja. Nah. I haven't seen that, so I wouldn't know. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't. Oh, don't be a dick, because I know exactly what you're fucking thinking. Uh, no, I, think, I don't know. No. I, I don't want what she. We've got Extreme thinking. August coming up fairly yeah. soon, don't we? No, I've already got oh. film for that. Oh, one more reason for one. me to hate summer, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, mate. right. Uh. Doing it again? Yeah, go on. One more time. Right. Why does she want me? She wants something to love, I think. Something that isn't her. Or maybe she just loves something to eat. No, no, no. And we've... We've reviewed this. Yeah, we reviewed it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. I can give you clues if you need them. Oh! Is it the one that um, Sabrina brought? Nope. Oh, okay. But I see where you thought that. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Right? Hmm. It was with a guest on the show. Okay. It's obscure. If you don't get it, I'm not going to blame you because I think you've only watched this film once. You probably won't watch it again. Oh. <laughs> um. Nah, I don't think you will watch it again, to be honest. I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember if you liked it or not. I don't think you did, actually. I think you appreciated it, but it wasn't for you, you know? Okay. I love it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all the films that we've done. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> just bring up your Spotify and your Apple Podcast and your Google Podcast and your Stitcher and <laughs> all the places that you can and listen to. Everything it. else. Free. Oh, my word. <sighs> Do you want another clue? Please. Buttons. You're gonna have it. Go on. 
buttons. Sorry, I didn't hear that. All I heard was buttons. Oh. Yeah, buttons. That's it, buttons. Oh, buttons. Buttons, like you have on a shirt. Buttons. Button, button. Who's got the button? That's not for the phone. Um. Uh. <clears throat> Give up. Uh, was it Coraline? Yeah! Coraline? At the last hurdle, he brings it home. Yeah, it's Coraline. It, it was it was literally the buttons. Yeah, I could tell you were struggling, so I thought I'd, you know. Make it I easy was... for me. Yeah. Nice. Also, was, I was struggling was, to think of any choice, other clue. Wasn't it? Yeah, because I fucking love that film. Yeah, and Florence chatted about it with us, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and you're not really an animated fan, like an animation no. fan, but you kind of appreciated it for what it did. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Okay. So, number two. All right. So I have two for this movie. So I'm going to give you one. And then if you're struggling, I'll give you the second. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think I can get it to go down. Do we want to go down? I'm just laughing because of the sexual connotation because I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> go down. Hee <laughs> Alright, hang on, I'll do it a little bit more in character. Hold on. I think I can get it to go down. Do we want to go down? That helps. Probably not. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. Come on, Bray. Uh... It's pressure, isn't it? I fucking hate this one. <laughs> It's so much better. Let's pop it off and we'll do like we'll do fuck Mary Kill instead. Fucking I haven't got blue. Do we want to go down? Just trying to think of people going down. Down what? Yeah. What what goes what goes what goes up and down? What goes down? What goes up and down? Elevator. Right. Yeah. It is an elevator. Slash lift if we're living in England. Or what, sorry, or a lift. Uh, If we're living in England, yeah. I... Why there being a lift wanted to go down or an elevator. Like, why would they want to go down in a horror film? Is it because there's something worse up above them? Or... Cabin in the Woods? Yeah! Do you want to hear my second one? Because I reckon you'd have got it from this. Do you want to hear my second one? No. Do you want to do it orally? Ask me that again, only slower. (laughs) Pretty good, right? That I would have got it either. Really, really not? It's with Hadley, like with um, Bradley. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The two guys. I know you mean. Richard Jenkins and fucking Bradley something something. Or something Bradley. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember now. But yeah. Fucking great film. We haven't covered that yet, have we? We should cover that one there. It's very fucking good. I love that film. Yes, it's... Yeah. Well, I won't say if I like it or not. Oh. Oh. Well, I love it. Well, okay, cool. So... Yeah, we will discuss our games arrangements and whatnot off air. Um, but that was Fuck Movie Kill. Fuck Movie Kill.
Now, we move Indeed. on to Bargain Bin. Right. We love um, a bit of bin in our show, don't okay. we? Like, buy it, rent it, bin it. Bargain bin. Love a bin. Bin. Bin up. Bin, bin hole. <laughs> All right, cool. Go on then. Okay. Uh, right. Oz. Oz is desperate. I don't know why this app is... Oz is always Oz, fucking Oz desperate. Only has two... it, it's, in the last few months, it's just absolute they shite. They are thirsty. Uh, and it's not even their summertime. What the fuck, Australia? Oh, right, they've got Megan at twenty-three Aussie dollars and forty-eight cents. So that's basically about full price. Or Mithrigan, as um, Meg- Tim Davis likes to call it. Mithrigan, yeah. Mithrigan. Mithrigan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do and... love that. Uh, and then Quiet Place one and two. Oh. 18 Aussie dollars and 75 cents. I would say that that's a bargain with Aussie dollars what it is on the exchange rate. I yeah. I agree that's a bargain. All right, Aussie, you're climbing it, are you clawing it back? That's not bad, huh? That is not bad. That's a good okay, um, we're going to go over to Europe now. Europe. Not any particular European country, but Europe as a whole. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> España. Uh, have got underwater for six euros and 75 cents. Okay. Have you seen underwater? Yeah, have seen that? Oh, still not seen. I've heard it's really good. Do you know what? It's on Sky, so I probably should check it out. But I've really been trying to like prioritize new movies like for this year. Okay. Because like oh, okay. I'm usually really shit on it. And I don't always get a lot of time to just sit and watch a film because I've either got my kid or I've made plans. So. You know, I like when I do sit and watch a film and I've got time to really pay attention, I try to make it 2023. But it's a shame because there are tons from like the last few years that I I do want to watch. Like you like yeah. like underwater, for example. So but I've literally I've not got a free weekend until like September now. Like legit. Okay. So, yeah, so it's kind of difficult Jesus to have like busy. a good movie day session do you know what i mean it's just weddings yeah, yeah, and birthdays and hen parties and shit yeah, you know, yeah, usual yeah. Summer, stuff. summer stuff but um <clears throat> and also love island i'm not gonna lie oh for christ's sake hey i haven't watched the last three episodes in sacrifice for this podcast oh yeah. okay yeah respect because i love this show as in our show, not Love Island. I begrudgingly love that show. I know it's trash and I hate myself. But um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's difficult for me to sit down and do like a, like a whole day worth of movie watching because I just, I haven't got the time. So I do like to try and prioritise no. modern movies. I'd do it for you, That's Matt. Fair I'd do oh, it for you. Respect, respect. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Let's do it. Right, uh, moving on. We have got uh, from Italy, um, Scream, or Five Creeps. Right, the fifth as, one. As Tim Davis also likes to call it. Um, at six, oh, actually, it's Mushroom. At six euros. Oh, is it? And yeah, no, you are right. Five Cream. Um, <laughs> also from Italy, First, at six euros, 63. 
Uh, also in Italy, Rosemary's Baby at €5.56. That's really good. Rosemary's Baby, man. I mean, fuck Roman Polanski in every way, shape and form. Fuck him in the asshole. Yeah. But that's a, that is a good film. It's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. And then finally, uh, from Spain, we have Scary Movie 4 at €4.99. <laughs> Euros 99 yeah, that doesn't sound, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, right. Uh, on to Canada. Come true from 2020 at 25 Canadian dollars and 36 cents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ish. Um, the Ascent. Mm-hmm. From Wait, the, 2019 the, at 19, the ascent, not the descent. No, because that was no, no that was the ascent. Ascent. I've not seen that. A double S E N T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 19 Canadian dollars and 42 cents, uh, we've got X at 18 Canadian dollars and 89 cents. Unwelcome at 16 Canadian dollars and 96 cents. And no. finally, from Canada, 47 metres down at 11 Canadian dollars and 60 cents. That's a bargain. That's a great film. I enjoyed that mm. so much more than I expected. Have you seen um, Uncaged or whatever it's called, the second one? Yeah, that was shit. Was it? That's a shame. Yeah. I really liked the first one. Um, <clears throat> was, was, was the I haven't one. really seen much of the other ones you mentioned for Canada, though. So I don't know whether it's bargain yeah. or not because they could be shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 47 metres down is pretty decent. So that is a bargain. Yeah, that one definitely is a bargain. Yeah. Because that's what, about six quid in our monies? Something like that? Yeah, fat. Yeah. <gasps> in um, four months, I'm going to be in Canada. Are you, are you definitely going? Yeah, I just got to um, book some flights now, and um, like that's that's fine. I just got to do it. So who's who's gonna look after your daughter? Is she going? Oh, with her dad. No, no, no. Her oh, dad's okay. Gonna have her. Yeah, that's yeah, all good. Okay. We've worked it out and stuff, so that's all oh, fine. Oh, fair play. Good. Yeah, good. she's gonna be at school most of it anyway, so it'll just be the evening that right. like, she has her okay. for. But yeah, uh, fucking what? So excited. Whoop. And nice. you heard it on here, so now I, I absolutely have to do it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, there's no reason why I wouldn't want to. I'm so excited. I'm going to go see Sabrina for anyone who doesn't know why else I'd be in Canada, apart from the beautiful scenery. Um, she lives in, in uh, Vancouver Island, so I'm going to go visit Sabrina, who nice. guested on our episode last, last February. She did indeed. Not the one just gone, but the one before, wasn't it? The one yeah. before that, yeah. 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 So. Will she be wearing her biker leathers? <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Mate. Yes, yes, you will. Yes, you will. If you see, do you follow her on Instagram? Yeah, of course I do. Right, so you see, <laughs> you've seen her post, right? I have indeed. Yes. I yeah, it's really good, wasn't it? She sent me good. She sent me about ten versions of that shot before she posted, and I was just like, "Oh right, okay. woman, woman, yeah. stop good. playing looking with me good. like this." Yeah, she looks so good, and she's had a cute little haircut, and she's feeling real good about herself. Man, fucking. Good. Love, love Three. the changes and moves you're making, Sabrina. Respect, Fucking cheers respect. to you. Fuck yeah. Anyway, sorry. Female empowerment. Whoop, whoop. Uh, anyway. USA. Yeah. <laughs> USA. Uh, USA. Mm. Um, 
10 Cloverfield Lane at oh. Cloverfield at well, $8.49. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Just came out. <laughs> you haven't uh, done the American in so long. And I know I always took the piss out of you, but fuck, I've realised in this moment I've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do all sorts of different American accents, but I'm oh, not racing now. I can do an I can do a southern accent. I've been learning all about the southern ways based on you this, been practicing? this, this you been Instagram practicing? this Instagram influencer I've been watching. He's from the south and he teaches me all about the different ways and all the courtesies. Oh, hell so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that is a bargain though. Fair play. That and is I a like because we had that discussion in and uh, would you rather last episode, didn't we? About we did indeed. We did indeed. I like that. Um, and then Puppet Master from 1989 at $7.79. That's not bad. I like Puppet Master. It's shit. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah, all kinds of shit. Right. But it's so fucking fun. fun. I've got Puppet it's... Master 3 on DVD. Duncan McLeish sent it to me. Thank you very much, Duncan. Not that you listen to oh, right. Nice. Oh, I think like, like, it was one of those one things he did do in lockdown where it was just like, hey, first person to put a comment gets, gets a, it. Gets a prize. Yeah. So I've, got, I've had some various shit from Duncan over the years. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's um, and then oh which reminds me I'm still waiting my present from um, Scott and Liam when I won the Jaws competition back in 2019 <laughs> good luck with that mate <laughs> yeah yeah I'll get on I'll get on that I'm still in chat with them so I, I will get on him for that I've got your back bro I've got your back I bet they can't even remember what, what they will came not as, as remember surprise. shit. No. They've had so like like Scott's had a kid, Liam's yeah. getting married. They've had, but I will He's remind married, them. Yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'll bug them relentlessly until they do. Yeah, what like, was it oh that you God. won? Uh, basically a shitload of Blu-rays and and stuff, and <laughs> posters and all sorts. They literally said it was the first person to answer the question, answer this question, uh, question? and it was me. It was me, I just suddenly came out of the blue. It was a live... Oh, hang on, because they're literally going, no, no, no. Oh, hang on a minute, it's Matt Wood. Matt Wood. It's Matt Wood. The right answer. Yeah. He's got the right answer. He's got the right answer. So, uh, yeah. Because they're Scottish. For people who don't know Scott and Liam, they're Scottish. And this is, yes, this is our Scottish accent. Um, do you remember what the question was? Uh, I, I don't. But it was they were doing a, a live Jaws commentary. It was like... Yeah. Uh, back in Halloween. Oh, I think I watched that as well. I definitely did not win anything. I probably got it wrong. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm so sure when I'm on the spot. I think it was Climax. I think the answer was Climax, actually. Oh, do you know what? I If it was out when it first sort of came out, I didn't watch it for a little bit and slatter, so I probably wouldn't have got it. Ah, right, okay. Anyway. I Otherwise, I definitely would have got it right because I worked on really well at the like that. What was that? I just thought I'd throw that out there as a source of amusement. It is very funny, and I will hound them relentlessly and the fuck off. Like, oh, right. Okay. Um, like, no, that's great. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell them fuck off from us. Yeah. We'll send them a deep fried Mars bar instead. Oh. Let's go. The English. Anyway. Um, the Dead Ones from 2019 at $7.49. Have you seen that? Uh, I love it. I have. I did see it. It's got a really good poster. I don't think the film was that great. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, it, was, it was all right, but hey, it's $7.49. It's worth I mean, watch. Sure, why not? Uh, Last House on the Left from 
19 cents. That is a bargain. And we covered that in our first Extreme August, didn't we? We did. We did. Oh, I enjoyed extreme. it. And then finally, uh, a film called In Dreams for $4.49. I don't know that film either, but fuck me. For $4, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you know that film? I don't think I do, no. no. That sounds intriguing, though. I want to look it up. Hold on a minute. Wait a sec. Right. No, on. no. I'll continue talking. All right. Yeah, you you, you continue talking. Because otherwise right. we'll have, like, an editing nightmare. And a we, of I'm sorry. What's mumbling. this we? What's this we? I'll we? have an editing nightmare. Oh, yes, of course. You yes, will have an editing nightmare. Is this the one from 2021? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, God. I think it is. Uh, where was it? America. Hang on. Well, the first one is in, with Annette Benning and Robert Downey Jr. in 1999, so I doubt it was done. 1999, that's the one. Oh, it is that one. Oh, OK, because there's one from yeah. 2021. After a grandfather's no, murder. No, well, this one is also... Oh, actually, I might save that because that looks intriguing. Uh, so, yeah, this one says, <clears throat> the suburban housewife learns she has a dream world connection to a serial murderer and must stop him from killing again. Oh, that actually does sound pretty good. I'm going to save both of those. Do it. I'm going to. Right, carry on. Okay. As you uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> now to the UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for £7.99. Really? There is no. Uh, f- yes. That's good. Yep. The Fly for six ninety nine. That's real good. Science of the Lambs six pound seventy nine. Oh, there you go. And yes, that's also very good. Autopsy of Jane Doe six quid. But, right, I'm buying that. Good. <laughs> buying it live Truth, on air. Truth or Dare four pound ninety eight. Still too expensive. <laughs> okay, and Antebellum. From 2021 at £4.04. Four I heard that wasn't very good. Did you get around watching that? I did watch it. It was all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth a watch. It's I would say it's a rent it. I think I give it six. Okay. Out of ten. So it's, it is worth at four quid. You yeah. Know, price of a pint. Me. Hey, it's, that's, that's, it. that's cheaper than my coffee. Yes, exactly. Yeah, man. Do it, man. Right. I've just bought Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, good, good. Yeah, man. I fucking love yeah. that film. I don't know why it's taking me so long to order. You know, you watch a film and go, that was fucking great. And then it just kind of goes by the wayside a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's one of them. But I'm glad I'm going to have that in my collection. Oh, what else do you recommend? That looks sexy. Hey, okay, right, moving on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, to films. This oh, is yeah. it. We're done. We're ready. Pow-pow. Pow-pow. Right. Yours was the first pick. My was the first pick. Where are my notes? Just bear with me a second. I've you totally... do your uh, IMDb's and whatnot. Do you yes. Want to what? Do you want to just introduce it and then we'll we'll come back to the IMDb's after the just trailer? Hold on a second. <sighs> right. <laughs> I went for uh, Juan Pica Simon's 1982 pieces. <laughs> what? The accent. I uh, know, I love it, mate. I love it. I love the accent. It's great. Juan Pico Simon. Yeah. Doing pizza. That's how you pronounce it. That's how you pronounce it. Spanish. Juan. Is it? 
Spanish. Oh, my word. You thought it was what? Spanish. It is Spanish. No, I thought it was French. What, you thought pieces was French? No. No, pieces is Italian, is it not? No. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, no. That's it. I researched (laughs) the wrong film. Fucking game over. No. Really? No. It's because um, how many films are called Pieces, mate? No, it was. Uh, it's because there's Simone. Like I think of Simone, and it's like French. That's literally. That was literally right. my train of thought. That was literally. Oh, it. I see. I'm taking. The no, no, no. I know. I know. Very good. It's just Simone always sounds French to me. So I thought uh, the guy was okay. French. And I did not think about the Juan. <laughs> Juan. Um, right. right. Well, P- pieces. Yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. I love Tag that. Line. Love it. Yeah. That's such a great tag because it is. It, it is, is exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. A frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, right. Oh, bugger. Now I have to go to IMDB rather than... Um, letterbox, you silly twat. This <laughs> is calling a web page. Uh, right, <laughs> this, yeah, me, just me being a silly twat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that makes uh, sense. Right, <laughs> this, do you want me to do the, the cast? No, no, give me the blurb and then we'll do in a trailer and then we'll come right. back to the cast. The blurb, I've done the blurb. Oh, yeah, you did do the blurb. Right, let's do the. <laughs> Oh, this, this, this is another. I'll what? give you another bit of blurb. Okay. The co-eds of a Boston college campus are targeted by a mysterious killer who is creating a human jigsaw puzzle from their body parts. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and the cast. It is starring Christopher George, <laughs> Linda Day George, Hi. Frank Branner, Edmund Purdom. Uh, Ian Sarah, Paul L. Smith, Jack Taylor, Gerard Tichy, May Heatherly, Hilda Fuchs, Fuchs, was it Fuchs or Fuchs? Uh, I don't know. Roxanne Nieto. Fuchs. Get Fuchs. Christina Cotarelli, uh, Leticia Marfil, and loads of other randoms. Poor Leticia. She had a bad time of it after this. She did. She bless her. Uh, and that's mate. and yeah that's it that's it that's everyone worthwhile chatting about um cool right well we're going to listen to a trailer and then we're going to yeah. and we're going to do trivia and we're going to chat about it and we're going to do all sorts of nonsense right Warning. what you will see in the movie pieces cannot be revealed cannot be described <laughs> cannot even be imagined Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Pieces. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. We're back. I didn't sound like that. Oh, I know you didn't. I just, okay. Adding oh. a bit of extra. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, is my am I getting stale? 
Oh. Do I add some pizzazz? <laughs> hey, I ain't saying nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. You don't have to say nothing, mate. Nothing. Tell you what. Tell you what, you had my, Next you had my time. for one moment and you think you're fucking, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Well. Whatever, whatever. What are you doing? Right, let's do, let's do the ah. pieces. <laughs> right, so, all right, not going to lie. Trying to find trivia for pieces when you don't have it on Blu-ray, on the Arrow Blu-ray oh. specifically, is a fucking nightmare. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it's also a fucking nightmare if you don't have the Blu-ray of Roadkill either, which is our second film, or uh-huh. Blu-ray if you're in the... Yeah, so I'm not going to lie, all my trivia, for the most part, apart from a few bits I have been able to clean, is gash. are from IMDb. No, well, no, right. they're not, not gash, they're just from IMDb. Oh, but, <clears throat> but, like, yeah, a bit annoyed because I do like to sort of do my own research, but everything was just coming up as nothing basically um and i didn't have time normally do you know what i'd even because i'd even invest in the blu-ray but i didn't have time it didn't even though i have prime it wouldn't arrive for another week and i went to the weekend so yeah (sighs) Yeah. anyway right so apologies it's not my usual level of trivia but there we go something is better than nothing am i right the two leads Yes, absolute, uh, absolutely. Wait, absolute. Wait, uh, absolument. yeah, you're right. Absolument. The two leads, Christopher George and Linda Day George, though she is credited as Linda Day in the film, were married in real mm-hmm. life. Despite, oh, really? po- yeah, oh, this- the old pa- Pamela Anderson looked like what. She doesn't look like Pamela Anderson. I, I thought she looked like Pamela Anderson, an old okay. Pamela Anderson. I mean, she's pretty, yeah. but I don't think she looks like Pamela Anderson. I did. All right. Good for you. Despite, <laughs> despite supposedly <laughs> being... <laughs> despite, did you watch that Tommy and Pam? Well, wait, no, Tommy and Pam. No. No, I no. didn't watch it. It's supposed to be good. Despite supposedly being professional players in the film, none of the actors knew how to play tennis. And wait, <clears throat> how do you pronounce his name, Matt? The director? Juan, hang on, I have to go and find it again. Oh. Juan Pica Simon. Yeah. Hired a tennis coach so they would at least know how to serve and hit a ball correctly in order to look convincing. However, I feel personally, whatever he paid, he was ripped off. Um, <laughs> a pig was used. That's not trivia. That's just my personal opinion, that last bit. A pig was used as the tennis player's stomach when the chainsaw slices through it, and the slaughterhouse and sorry, and slaughterhouse guts were used as extra bloody gore effects. So all the blood that you saw in the film is real slaughterhouse blood. Oh, oh. yeah, oh, stink. Uh, yeah, oh mate, yeah, right, yeah, both of you me. The kung fu instructor. <laughs> the kung fu instructor scene was added purely because the producer Dick Randall, what a name, was made was making kung fu newbie, oh, was making kung fu movies at the time and wrote in this random scene so he could include a Bruce Lee int- imitator called you ready, Bruce Lee. Yeah. This Bruce Lee imitator was called Bruce Lee. At least that's like this. It's literally Bruce, and his last name is 
like L E. Wait, oh, sorry, it's because my kids learning phonics. Sorry, L E. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Bruce as Chow, uncredited. Bruce, yeah, L- Bruce Le. <laughs> Le- right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me going look at is because my kids learning phonics at school. Sorry, so I've been yeah, doing a lot no, of that. Yeah, right. Cheers. Thanks for that. Um, <clears throat> the pool. This is I thought was like wow. At first, I was really shocked, and then I remembered it was European cinema in like you know the eighties and seventies and whatnot. The pool during the uh-huh. cinema. Uh, so during the swimmer scene was extremely cold during due to it being winter and no heating, and the actress nearly froze to death. Did she? Oh, she seemed warm I mean, enough. It, <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know. She seemed oh. a bit cold. Oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me getting a bit hot under the cold. Oh, she had good boobs, though. <laughs> that, that was some good boobs. Yeah. Great. Like, great knockers. Big in everything. Sometimes, you know, like, nice to have, like, yeah. And as someone who has big boobs, I can appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. In the trailer, one of the final shots shows the chainsaw killer approaching the camera. As this happens, the scream audio from Janet Leiden's shower scene in Psycho is used. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it wasn't about the film per se, like not in the film, but I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah, I apologize. I am feeling drunk already, which is why I'm having problems reading this out. Oh, here we go. I know. Um, what? No, no, no. I just I'm not having problems talking, apparently, which is really great for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) During the dance class scene, Juana Piquet Mon. What? Oh, what What? they're all like their legs spreading and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Juan Piquet Simon re- originally wanted them all to be naked. Can you imagine? You don't have a fucking aneurysm, mate. I know. <laughs> but the aerobics instructor that they hired, Carmen Aguado, refused and informed him that dance classes weren't usually done in the nude, as dancers always wore tights. Not anything else, just tights. Just, just tights. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why they won't ne- do new dancing is because they have to wear Bloody tights. Oh, honest, I know, I know. she's a real killjoy. I know this film could have gone that extra level. extra mile of this pent up <laughs> <Yeah>. lesbian feminist. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Simone wasn't happy about it, but back down. Honestly, fucking hell, European fucking cinema <laughs> back then. I te- well, Jesus. this is what it's all about. Fucking Christ. That's what it's all about. Okay. Even though a few of the extras playing the dance students said they'd be willing to do it naked, um, Simon reportedly took down their names and used them for nude scenes in later films. (laughs) Good for them. Nice. Um, (laughs) After this, this piece of trivia is probably unsurprising. Juan Piquet Simon kept the naked lady jigsaw puzzle. Ah, right. Yeah. Now I heard I heard a little bit of somebody talking about pieces, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was Brian oh, actually. Cool. Brian Salmons was <sighs> basically saying that he was after that original puzzle. Really? Or, or, or a, a you know? Or I'm sure it was Brian. It was basically saying, oh, "I wish they did a reproduction of that puzzle." They did. Framing. They did. They, um, oh, did they? There was, 
there was a Blu-ray release. I can't remember who put it out. I want to say it was Arrow, but I might be wrong. But no, there Arrow. was I got that one. Maybe, maybe it was. There was there was a Blu-ray release, and part of the extras was it wasn't the original, obviously, but it was they included a version of that puzzle like it was that puzzle but obviously not the original it was just that ah, one. Right, okay. there was one yeah Ooh. yeah i don't know whether it okay. included the blood stains or not but yeah yeah yeah, yeah cool. the killing of sylvia costa who's the the reporter from the globe what's it oh was, right yes uh was very difficult to shoot because a real knife was used. Although that's weird, right? Because when I watched it, it looked like the knife was a bendy prop knife. So, um, they probably used a real knife and a bendy one at the same maybe. time. Yeah, true. Although nobody got hurt, Juan was a little bit worried. But ultimately, okay. the scene came off so brutal, the actress um, couldn't take the scene at the premiere of the movie and she left when her death came on screen. Bloody hell, wow, okay. I know, right? I mean, it was, it was a great death, we'll get onto it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, if it was me, I'd be like, fuck yeah, slash me up, you know? Yeah, 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 more, more. Yeah, cause I'm like, you know, you're fine, you know, it was all fake. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, know, people are sensitive, yeah. aren't they? Linda Day George says, the only reason, oh, this makes me laugh when I found this out. Linda Day George, main character, well, one of the, the main lead, female lead said the only reason she got involved was because her husband, actor Christopher George, who was the lead, owns, owed some filmmakers yeah. a few favours. As a result, they were cast in this film without much of a script and were under the impression it was a murder mystery film, not the gory slasher film it involved into. The producer, Stephen Menasian's initial script for pieces was called Jigsaw and was intended as a made-for-TV murder thriller. The Georges even had to do, uh, so even had to re-record their audio in a hotel room in Madrid as being filmed in Spain. Um, as, sorry, as being filmed in Spain, it was done without English dialogue. After its US release, the Georges were apparently shocked to find out it was a gory slasher chainsaw massacre film to the point that the Georges tried to get their names removed from the credits because they were ashamed about it, which may explain oh. why Linda Day George is only credited as Linda Day and not by her professional name. I know, right? Like, it's a great film. I mean, Jesus, what are you doing? How do you not know? Like, I mean, I mean, at least, at least, like Christopher George was in a lot of the sort of more gross. Like, you know, they're both in the scenes at the end, aren't they? Yeah. How do you yeah, not know? Yeah, yeah. How do you not know? Um, and then this is the last bit. Know. Now, this is a bit of a gross one. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but apparently it's true. Okay. So this, this bit gives me the a bit of an ick. <clears throat> Um, so we'll go after this, we'll oh, get straight into the film because I don't want to dwell. So Letitia Marfil, so that's the one who plays the one who gets her stomach hacked open. She's the tennis player. She wasn't an actress. She was the daughter um, of the person in charge of wardrobe. Um, the Her mum, so the person in charge of wardrobe, told um, the director that her daughter wanted to be an actress. After meeting her, Simone thought that she'd be perfect for the role of Susie, um, which is her character. Um which she became incredibly excited about. They filmed her scenes with Linda Day George on the tennis courts first, then shot her scenes in the locker room the next day. Simon fully, or Simon, sorry, fully informed Letitia that she had rewritten, sorry, that he, this is me being drunk, I'm sorry, that he had rewritten the sequence where it originally started with her fully dressed after changing. But he felt that it would make more sense to show her showering first. 
the actress hesitated but eventually relented. Half a day was spent filming her totally nude in the shower surrounded by a crew full of all men. When it came to shooting the locker room, Letitia wore a towel which she removed and then slipped on panties and sweatpants. The director stopped her from getting dressed further and suggested (laughs) it would add more intensity if she was topless when attacked. Another two days were spent filming with Letitia being topless for the chase scenes and her death scene, including spending hours with the makeup effect guys to make her look like she was cutting half. A year after this movie, Marfield was cast for a guest part in a TV series and then a role in the film The Last Kamikaze the year after that. Her mother was wardrobe manager on that film too and helped her get the part where she played an artist model and had to perform Stark Nude again. She never acted again because the only office she received required me to see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, bless her. That's, that's a bit Robbins. A bit rubbish, isn't it? But yeah. that was the time, I suppose. And yeah. Anyway, the film. You picked this film, Matt. Had you seen it before? Presumably so. Yes, I had seen this one before. Um, the. First time, actually, this is this is the second time I've seen this film. The first time I oh. saw this was for the uh, podcast under the stairs, the eighties uh, um, edition of the summer series. <laughs> um, I feel like there needs to be a bingo for every time we mention the summer series. <laughs> but that is what's great about the summer series; it brings you attention to so many different films. It's great. Yeah, exactly, and. and there's certain aspects of the 80s I was a little bit wet behind the ears with. Um, I still am, mate. I used to go back and listen to that. I, I don't think I listened to that. I think the first one I listened to was the 90s. So. Oh, right. No, the 80s one was an excellent one. Real, really good one, actually. Is it? Um, right, I will go yeah, back yeah, and yeah. listen to that. I really need no. to get back into shit. I've been getting back. We have I've been getting back slowly and surely to listen to other other uh horror stuff in our little community and things i took a bit of a breather for a little while but i've been getting back into it and i'm really glad that i have been yeah no fair play fair play um anyway so so that's uh that's yeah where you first first, first, yeah have have you have you seen this before no do you know what it's one of those ones though where um i had seen like clips and shit and like do you know what i mean like i was quite familiar with it without actually having seen the whole thing Okay. Oh, really? yeah. Really um, so this was the first time me seeing it like all the way through, like properly. Right. Like I'd seen bits here okay. and there and whatnot. Um, so oh, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what made you choose this film then? Like what? What brought um, your mind? Well, I don't really want to show my cards too early. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. But okay. all I'm gonna say is my notes are just full of emojis. And the majority <laughs> of the emojis are laughing the out loud emojis, um, glasses, uh, sunglasses emojis, thumbs up. Um, oh, right, okay. The, the aubergine emojis got to be in there, surely. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for America. Well. Mm-hmm. Bit of, but, uh, um, bit of water. Yeah. <laughs> water, wink, wink. Water, wink, wink. Uh, so yeah, so basically, yeah, I had a good time when I first watched it. Cool. So I thought, you know what, let's see if yes. I'll have just as much a good time on yeah. this one as I did um, on the first watch. So did you watch the US or the Spanish one? 
Oh, I watched the US one. Right, yeah, it's the one I did. Yeah. Uh, what did I, where did I watch it? Oh, I got it off Arrow. Um, oh, okay, the Arrow, the Arrow yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I got a free trial. I've, I've, I had subscribed it to it previously, but I got it as a free trial add-on onto Prime. Um, because, yeah, as we said in my last episode, my uh, my Blockbuster card has seems to have expired somewhat. Um, yes. And I don't have it, and there wasn't enough time for me to order it. So, yeah, I did that. Okay. So, yeah, so I kind of got what, got what was given. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool, so we're on the same one. That's cool, though. Yeah, that um, is good. That's nice. Good. So what? So, kind of, like, what, so obviously you hadn't seen it for a few years then. Yeah. So I want to ask this question. So what stood out to you at the time, like from, you know, watching it a few years ago? Um, and then how did, you know, your your time from, like remembering your time watching it before, how did that compare to them watching it now kind of thing? Like did the same stuff that stood out to you before still stand out to you now? Yes. Or was it? Yeah, yes. right, okay. Yeah. Can we talk about, uh, about that then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Basically, everything that stood out for me then stood out for me now. Um, the tits, right? The tits. We talk about tits. The tits. Right. The tits. Bush. Right. Yeah. Me too. Ten out of ten. <laughs> right. yeah. Let's talk about Joyride. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> They're good. Uh, yeah. Though. Yeah. No, there's just um, on this watch. There's more came out at me this time round. Um, uh, but yeah, before it was just like the gore tits, um, yeah. and some certain comedic aspects. Oh man, this film is rife. This on this watch, even more stuff just came at me, and I was oh. like howling, howling. <laughs> Do you know what? As well, like so. For me, like when I first watched this, there were some things because I so I always do my research as people who who listen to the show before know I do my research after I've seen the film, even if it's a film that I've seen before, I still yeah. do it afterwards because I like to just I like to go in untempered if that makes sense. Yes, of course, of course, yeah. And when I first watched this film, oh, oh, oh I see. So, you, so you just watch it, then you watch it again and take notes. No, no, no. I've watched it and no. then I do my research. So obviously I do all the trivia and stuff. Right, okay. So yeah, I yeah. like to... Um, I mean, if I get the, to- the luxury of time and I get to watch it twice, and I will, but nine times okay. out of ten, I don't have the time. Oh, I see. So you do, you so do I research do it as I go. After. But I do okay, always yeah, yeah. do the trivia research afterwards. And sometimes... Yes, absolutely right, yeah. I, even if it's films I've seen, sometimes it will shed light on, on perspectives and things that I haven't considered or things make more sense after I watch yes. a few interviews and whatnot. Um, and that's not to disparage the film at all. Um, you know, watching it once when you're pausing and making notes and stuff isn't necessarily the best way to watch a film. So I always bear that in mind. Um, and with this film, there was so much nuttiness. There were so <laughs> many random moments, so many things that just were so over the top or didn't necessarily make sense. And it wasn't that I didn't, I, I still got an element of like enjoyment from them, but I was just kind of like, the fuck, eh? you know? <laughs> and then when I watched some some bits, because yeah, there, I, I st- even if like this, this episode, unfortunately, I haven't been able to glean a lot of trivia 
for okay. myself. I still watch the interviews. I still watch the, you know, the stuff and other bits and bobs to try and get what I can. Um, okay. And from there, I realized that this film is very self-aware, very, you know, on purpose, silly. And, you know, my initial response I'm not going to say too much, but like my initial response was one thing. And then through my sort of research of it, I realized that it was actually doing something a bit different. And then I was able to kind of understand what it was doing a bit more. Like I've got a note, for example, with the Kung Fu teacher. And I was like, that's so random. It doesn't entirely yeah. seem it's very completely it's thrown in. It's so thrown in. It doesn't have any relevance. It's kind of offensive and it's all, and it really kind of irks me the wrong way. Then when I realized, you know, as I got on my notes, that it was actually like a buddy of the producer and he was doing some shit and it was fine. I was like, okay, that is kind of funny. And that I is do understand kind of silly. It, yeah, yeah. And it kind of gave me sort of, you know, like Big Trouble in Little China just has some random fucking shit in there and it's just some thrown in stuff. And I don't just mean because of the, you know, Eastern Asian sort of, you know, orientation there, but I just mean in terms of just the randomness. It kind of gave me those sorts of vibes and I was able to appreciate it a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 for sure. I mean, there's... Um, I mean, I, I thought the, the whole Kung Fu thing was kind of thrown in because in the sort of late 70s or sort of mid to late 70s mm. into the early 80s, karate and Kung Fu and all that sort of stuff was like really, really popular. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, those kind of films were really popular. So I thought mm-hmm. perhaps maybe it was kind of thrown in uh, on purpose just to maybe bring in some more viewers potentially. I don't know. For but, that ten seconds, <laughs> that ten seconds, I know. But the, but throughout the film, I mean, there are just such random. Oh, mate! Like, for, for example, the the girl going into college on her skateboard. That, and then I was really expect because it also because it does kind of cut back and forth a bit, and I was expecting the mirror to have some sort of big. Meaning. representation of something yeah it doesn't it there's doesn't nothing <laughs> it's just, I just like, like hi okay. everybody i was like okay cool who's this chick she must be important no she doesn't <laughs> turn up again but i think this i would love i really want to go back to this film because i think now i have a bit of a better appreciation and understanding of this yeah. film it's just batshit it is just it, nonsense i think i'm gonna like I, I mean, I definitely have more of an appreciation on it through my research anyway, and that did affect my score. Okay. Um, but I think, again, going back over it again, I think I'm going to have... Get like, more out of it. Get more from it again. Okay. And when I get paid, I think I'm probably going to get the Arrow one because it's, as usual, got all the awesome special features and shit. Yeah. And it's not too yeah. expensive nowadays. So, yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, that fucking scene is fucking stupid as fuck. I, I just got literally my notes twat on the skateboard. Yeah. Giggling. <laughs> Have I got um, any notes from it? Hold on, let me see if I've got any notes in it. Um, no, nothing. It's okay. literally like nothing. I, was, I think I just remember thinking like, cool, so that happened. <laughs> and, then you get, and then you get this. Now, this is a classic classic quote, and you're not going to know exactly what it is. All right, give it to me, give it to me. And this is where the dubbing is a bit fucked up. Right. I, I mean, uh, the translation of the dubbing okay, is, okay, is all okay. a bit fucked up. Uh-huh. The most beautiful thing in the world 
is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just, oh my god. Uh, have you, just, have you, right, Matt, have you ever tried a waterbed fucking on it or not? Just have you ever no. been on a waterbed? Yeah, yes, I have back in the 70s. Uh, Mate, I've been as, on a waterbed back early 2000s. I'm not going to lie, she's probably not wrong. You know? <laughs> okay. No, I have Just I don't do it both at the same time because you risk, you know, popping the fucking <laughs> the bed and that's a whole mess. It was, you see it was just on. such a random thing to sort of say, oh, yeah, the college has got a waterbed. And I mean, I feel stood there talking about it. I feel like it's. I feel like the waterbed is random. I don't know a single fucking college, university, whatever that has a fucking waterbed. I feel no. like the insertion of that line is less because I feel like if we if we didn't have those lines, then later on when we see the waterbed, we're like, what the fuck is that? Because yes, I, of course, yeah. Because yeah. when I see the waterbed, I'm like, oh yeah, she mentioned the waterbed. That's the yes, fucking waterbed, Early. you know. Yeah, yeah. But it is so like shoehorned in. <laughs> and so unnecessary yeah. but at the same time that kill is really cool because of the waterbed but honestly what fucking yeah. university or whatever the fucking water yeah exactly <laughs> just classic. randomly classic classic <laughs> uh, pieces <laughs> oh honestly um yeah and i um i also i just i really love the opening sequence of it you know i really think that oh, it, I mean, the initial punch yeah oh yeah it's, it's a great great opening scene great it's opening great scene. you know the kid's, kid's mum's an absolute bitch oh she's a cunt talk Just, about projection yeah slapping him up about only because he's got a little porno puzzle i mean christ he's at the age so, yeah you know, it's not the end of the world but she's clearly got issues because of her husband who, even though it's not explicitly said, he clearly like either cheated on her or raped her or something, something to distort her view of sexual, like sex and, you know, and all that. And also as well, because it was the 40s, people were so much more tight, pent up about that stuff back then, you know, um, yeah. you know, so it kind of, it does make sense within the information that we're given but she is a cunt like you don't treat a child like that um and yeah i felt nothing but like elation when she got hacked up and then i um and then i really liked how he i feel like that's a clever kid you know pretends to be the victim like i don't know if that age i would have had that smarts you know um so fair play like i really enjoyed that whole sequence i thought it was um I thought it was really yeah. good. Um, re- yeah, really gory and really... Oh, oh yeah. Hell. Clunk. Yeah, Clunk definitely. Straight to the head. Oof. Fucking great. Fucking Have great. that. Yeah, and the police are so fucking, like, bumbling police, you know? Like, yeah, it's really great. It's really great. What's like, going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's so over the top. Like, everything about... There's nothing about this film that isn't completely over the top. And I, I only love it more for that. You know, yeah. I really fucking love it more for that. Um, I mean, you know, even the score, like, it's it's always top, but it's so in keeping with what it was at the time. Like, you know, 70s, 80s, especially, like, because this film, like, is a giallo to me. Yes, um, well, it is. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, it's a slasher, 100%. Like, there's so much, it's like, it definitely, like... It, I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's pieces and, you know, jallos that I've seen, you know, like, the standard stuff, like, you know, 
anything Argento or whatever, you know, I feel like Argento stuff, although it's not like serious, serious, I feel like it takes itself more seriously than this one. This film lives with its tongue in its cheek, you know? Yeah, they're, they're just, um, they're, run, they're running with it, aren't they? Oh, they're just 100%. going, like, you know, what, what the hell? 100%. Um, yeah. But I feel like the score is very like that kind of like that bassy do, 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 you know, um, stuff is is so cool. I mean, like I was that from that opening scene because we were talking about the opening scene. That's why I've got these notes, and it's just like, oh yeah, give me this score, give me this gore and 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 sexual sadism and just mm, you know, like it's just it, this is you know this is what I want from European cinema from back in the day. Do you know what I mean? Like absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the shit. This this is the shit. Um, and you know, and a lot of it is about you know, it's yeah, say it's very jolly. It's got, say, you've got that sexual sadism, you've got that childhood trauma based in, um, you know, traumatic sex related fucking shit. Um, you've got the civilian inserting, inserting himself into the investigation completely fucking unnecessarily and completely unprofessionally by the authorities. You've oh, got the black leather gloves, Kendall. Oh, yeah, Kendall. I mean, he's great. He's fucking great, but like, he should be nowhere near that investigation, no. especially given that he's actually a fucking suspect to begin with. Um, you've got the black leather gloves. You've got the all the kind of police investigation stuff, the incongruous nudity, nudity. Sorry, all of that. Um, but that is all of that shit that I'm like, give it to me more, yeah. more. You know, like I want it all. Um, and, you know, like, I, I, I kind of find myself in a way kind of rolling my eyes, like, oh, it's very Jello, but, like, it really is. But it takes all of the best stuff from Jello. It takes all of the best stuff from Slashes and then puts it together in this, like, amalgamation of just fucking fuck yeahness, you know? Yeah. Oh, completely. Completely. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's got every, everything. As you say, the soundtrack oh. has that kind of, yeah... European feel to it, and they just they just throw all sorts of different, different, you know, musical pieces together. Well, yeah. Oh, here we go. Musical pieces like the uh, the the um, umpire band music. Yeah. When she's in the shower, it's just like, what the hell is that? It doesn't fit, but at the same it time, doesn't it really fit, does. It fit, does. Though. <laughs> yeah, like it really. Yeah, it's so bizarre, and like you know, the music with the aerobics fucking dance routine shit and stuff like that's just like it's so like off but like works yes. <laughs> and what they're dancing to doesn't match the routine it's sort of like doesn't match the music at all but again it kind of works like Suspiria works yeah. you know like yeah. when they're dancing in the dance hall and stuff like it's all very kind of like off kilter and a bit odd but it does somehow work and it's the same kind of thing with this like it's um yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, what are your? <laughs> so yeah. I've got like so there's just this little so I have like big notes and then I have like little notes and I've got this little note. <clears throat> you know the professor that they talked to. I can't fucking remember his name. Let me have a look. Oh, uh, Professor Brown. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. The, the, um, the, the gay the gay professor. Is he gay? Yeah. Oh shit! Now I feel bad because I've got him down as Professor Pervert. Oh right, no, no, he he was he was gay. That's why they were. Um, he said the that he with the moustache. Yeah, they said oh he lives on his own, or he lives with his mum or something. I can't remember what they were saying. 
and yeah, no, it, it was revealed later on at, at the police station that he was gay. Oh, um, I just missed it. And that's why a lot of the girls are kind of taking the piss earlier on. They're going, oh, let me just go up to him, you know, and ask him about my pectorals. Oh, right. Because I thought they were just trying to crack on because I was I've got this note where it goes, eh, the teacher, really? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> Look, he looks like a fucking sex criminal. I'm calling him oh, right, perfect okay. from now on. Ha ha ha. Now I feel bad. All right. No, no. He, so, he was gay. Mate, you live your best life. You go... <laughs> you do you, boo. Sorry. Sorry for the judgment. It was mainly, I'm not going to lie, mainly because of the moustache. Uh, it's a pencil moustache. It is yeah, such a sex bad. criminal moustache, isn't it? It really, like, I can't be blamed. I can't, I can't be blamed. I can't, I'm, I'm absorbing myself. I'm absorbing myself. It's absolutely fine. Absolutely, absolutely fine. right. <laughs> and during Pride Month, no less. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Oh. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> but no, like, yeah. it's... um. It was just kind of like funny, like he kept popping up and stuff and things, and like he was just. I get, I suppose, yeah, because like there was, you know, again, uh, often with Jallo in Italian cinema, there was this kind of whole stereotype of of gay men and things about, you know, like living with his mum and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what do you, What do you think about the? Uh, let's talk about the kills. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, oh mate. Oh lord. Oh just 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 spaff 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 hundred percent. Yeah, so um right, right, let's talk about so we talked about the opening kill of cool, cool, cool. Then we've got the swimming pool kill, haven't we? And so I've got these notes, so I'm just like <laughs> this is me just being such an arsehole. So I'm just like Oh, come on. No one takes off their jeans like that or hits with... And they don't. Unless you're performing for someone, you do not take your jeans off like that. You just don't. Oh, well, shaking a butt from side to side. Yeah, you just don't. And then she's, like, it, yeah. taking off her trousers before her shoes. Fuck off. Just so you can sit there with your thighs elongated and shit. And then, like, she takes off a bikini top. It's like, you wouldn't... If you knew that you if were going to take off your bikini to top... Yeah, you're going to wear a bra. You're not going to wear a bikini top. Well, you're just not going to hey, wear a bra doesn't at all. Matter. doesn't matter. Like, even if you're there for a sexy hookup, which clearly she is, you still keep it on in case someone else walks in, because let's remind everyone, they're still at a fucking school. I just... Uh, but I did, <clears throat> did appreciate the boob shot, nonetheless. Yeah, she's got nice boobs, and she's got nice. She sex. has, she does. Mm. Nice little handful. But, but it's, it's quite, quite funny how how she's like swimming around, but she's clearly, uh, you know, he's coming in, he's walking in on, on her. Yeah, and like uh, with with the net, and yeah. like she's almost kind of looking the opposite way. And even when she's looking towards him, she how how could she not notice him? Oh yeah, it's like, oh no, I can't see anything. Oh no, oh, oh no. Oh, it was just hilarious, like netted round the neck. <laughs> yeah, what made me laugh is like, bitch, just okay. duck underneath. Just it. duck under, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. No, I'm just gonna fight and struggle. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead. You know. But again, I don't like. Oh, and also as well, when she gets out of the pool, and then like she makes no attempt to escape. Uh, oh, she, she's co coughing and spluttering. <laughs> oh, come kill clearly me! Clearly, she's Mr. nearly Psycho drowning. Killer. Yeah, like, it's not, I've literally, I've written, that now's not time for a fucking nap. And then, like, he comes at her with the chainsaw, and she's just like, 
ah, oh. and then like, and then like a whole ten seconds later, she's like, oh no, now I need to react. Ah, it's like it's the biggest fucking delay in reaction I've ever fucking yeah. seen. But I don't care because it's all good shit. It's all good exactly. shit. Do you know what exactly. I mean? And this is what I read. This was, this was stuff that I was kind of like making notes on, and then like because this is quite near the beginning of the film. And yeah. then, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, like, a bit like, and this is what I love about this film. It wastes no fucking time. Like, there is kill after kill after kill after kill. It, through, throughout the whole, the whole film, it's just, it's just constant. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're all, well, relatively different to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, most um, of them include a, include a blade or a chainsaw, but, like, this setup, the scenario where, how they're killed with the chainsaw and stuff, it's all pretty different. Mm-hmm. And I realised, like, sorry, yeah, carry on. No, 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 you go on. I was going to say, like, I realised, like, sort of, you know, partway through the film, like, oh, this film is a piss take, you know? And so, like, like not a piss take in terms of a parody. Not a piss take as in terms of a parody, but it's kind of taking the piss out of itself a bit. Like, it's very, as I said, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's very self-aware, you know? Yeah, self-aware, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't mean, like, it's it's a parody. It's, It's not like a scary movie or something, but it's it's... You know, everything that's done that's we like if you're looking at it very cynically and very critically, you know, is a quote unquote mistake. It's not a mistake. It's mm, supposed to mm. be like that. It's supposed to be ridiculous. And once I realized that about sort of halfway through the film, you know, things like her taking forever to respond, things like her not ducking under like any normal person would do, it or I was able to not necessarily forgive it because I feel like it's not anything to forgive, but I was forgive. Able to no, no. just accept it more because I was like, oh, it did it on purpose. Oh, that's great then. Fucking A, you know? Um, and so my my critique as my notes go on become less and less severe because I realise like, oh, this, this is the film. This is what it's doing. And right, okay. now I know this, fucking okay. bring it on, you know? I see what you're saying. See what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was going to say next kill? Was he I, know, I was just yeah just like the next one was like literally the, the elevator right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't know how she goes oh it's you and then <laughs> how she didn't notice the fact that he's holding a chainsaw oh like, my god <laughs> and it's on it's on it's on he doesn't he rev it first yeah, it? but like in, in this one, like it's on, but then he revs it, and then it's like, and then she's like, "Oh no, oh!" It's like, bitch, well, like it's, it's so very, cool, very cool effect though. How they, oh, how they did great. it, great, yeah, fucking awesome. Like again, it's one of those things where it's just so over the top, but it's just like, oh, give it, give it to me, just <laughs> give it to me, you know. And then, and then of course the. Um, the stabbing scene in the with the waterbed with the waterbed yeah yeah my god gnarly as shit and she gets stabbed through the head through the mouth and shit but it's it's so it's so brutal it for me that's one of the most brutal ones because you see like the water filling up with blood and everything spilling over everything and and she's clearly trying to you know get away and yeah and he just drags her back drags her back (laughs) Yeah, it's mm. just yeah, and then stabs her knife in the head. 
Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, it's oh. just, oh, it is brutal. And is that, am I right in thinking, that's like the only one, is that the only one with a knife until the end? All the others are with chainsaws, is that right? I think you're right. I just feel like with a knife, it's so much more intimate. Like, obviously, a chainsaw, you still have to get pretty up close and personal. But with a knife, you have to just go that extra mile just to really drive it in. Yeah. And I just, I yeah. feel like that's one of the reasons why this scene is more brutal than the rest. Because in terms of gore, like, I would say that the uh, the tennis player is the goriest, you know? Um, oh, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one just seems more intimate than the others. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, stabbing is, um, I, I suppose it, to some, I guess, is, is that sexual thing. Penetration. Yeah, it's that sexual sadism thing. But you could argue a chainsaw with that as well. It's, you know, it's a bigger thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Bigger, um, louder dick. <laughs> but it's, yeah, no, there definitely is that intimacy there. Like, you know, you, could, you couldn't look in the eyes of someone. I mean, not that he looks in her eyes because she's got her back to him. But like, you know, if you are going to stab someone, then you can look in their eyes way more easily than, say, hucking them up with a chainsaw, you know? And a chainsaw yeah. is such a clumsy weapon. It's so difficult to maneuver and control whereas a blade is just yeah like you really have to fucking mean it no mistakes are happening with a blade no. you know um <laughs> but, uh, yeah no so, yeah so many really good good kills throughout the whole film yeah oh definitely and then if we're talking about gore gotta talk about the ending where like she flies out of the fucking and she's like this like Frankenstein worth of a fucking oh that thing and then right at the end but yeah like... oh yeah 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 no it's, it's yeah I, I totally forgotten about the um the end where the ba- basically the uh the sergeant or whatever is basically like um what does he say I mean it did say something which is he really gives stupid it- I, I don't know what he says, but he gives him like the, uh, oh, the the jigsaw to look at, doesn't he? That's right. But the the police, we we always find our. We always find our secret we, information or something. Just oh yeah, ones. that's right. Yeah, he says something like yeah, like we always have our secret. Like yeah, because he says oh you'll make a great cop and all the rest of it, and he's, you I'm know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally forgotten that. And then yeah, all the, the And then she flies out of the fucking yeah. secret hideaway cupboard or whatever. <laughs> and um yeah, all and then, the bits. Yeah, and, and then her boob slip as well, because yeah. of course. Yeah. Um Course, and then, the so that was a really great like jump scare and shit because I, I wasn't I didn't know about that I wasn't expecting that at all I was like oh fucking hey I was like in fact I was more than that I was like oh my fucking god like fuck yeah like I was proper yeah. like jumping on my chair energy you know <laughs> and then and, later in a minute and then again literally just like bam oh yeah some more oh Bloody hell yeah like grabs his crotch and like pulls his dick from his fucking body into a bloody mess in his face just, oh, <laughs> oh mate i was like i was literally oh, jumping in my chair like oh my god 
fuck yeah like i just it was just because you know there's like a lot of stuff that is fairly um i don't want to say predictable just like you know stuff that you kind of expect from these sorts of things and this sort of genre and stuff and by like you know as i say like by a certain point in the film i'd kind of like you know a lot of stuff was kind of like okay this is silly but this is the film this is what the film is this is cool this is i can get behind this and this is fun and this shit just completely like just got me out of nowhere and i was like oh all right fair fucking play like can you imagine what it was like watching this at the cinemas oh my god like can you oh, imagine be... <laughs> yeah 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 oh, oh like... lucky lucky buggers who's, who saw that in 82 me i would love to see this shit at the cinema like for fuck's sake like absolutely and like can we talk about as well like uh linda linda day george's character as well because like Initially, I was like really annoyed by her. Why? Because she's such a fucking drip. Like she just needs uh, a man to help her out all the time. She's supposed to be this FBI agent. Uh, she was anything. all right. I know, but she was all right. She's just kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah. I see what you mean. What she's you just mean. oh, she's just annoyed the shit. To be honest, Kendall annoyed me as well. He was just this kind of like, like why are you there? Yeah. You know, like he just sort of. But do you know what? Do you know what got me around? Because I was like, oh no, she's kind of, and, and again, this is one of the things where I was kind of like, oh, this, it's on purpose. Like she's supposed to be a bit of a dickhead, like a bit of a drift and whatever. Um, and it's the bit where she screams bastard oh, several times. That is that is just such a great line. And I then just, I love, I love it, love it, love it, love it. Do you know what singes it for me? It's Sorry. the fist clench. At the end, <laughs> bastard fist clench. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That like she's not supposed to be competent. She's not supposed to. You know what I mean? She's. I mean, and you know, like the feminist is me. Feminist in me is going like, ah, oh, come on, women FBI agents do better. But at the same time, like, okay, if I'm going to accept this film for what it is, I have to accept this film for what it is, and it is a you know early eighties. Okay probably written in the late 70s or whatever european slasher jello all right we're gonna get in we're gonna get all fucking in and she's supposed to be a fucking idiot you know um, yeah okay and i you know i have to leave my 2023 perspective behind because this was like what 40 years ago yeah yeah, yeah. and i just kind of have to get on board with it and you know it was it was so funny that scene like and again it was one of those things where it wasn't taking itself seriously no one's watching that scene going hmm this is so like you know whatever and i'm like you know I, just yeah. get in or get out <laughs> you know i i i personally I, I love that scene i just i just love it it's, it's just great a, it's just just the way she says it it's just like bastard 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 <laughs> What did you say? While we're in there, listen to that music. The lousy bastards are out and they kill you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. We're out here and the lousy bastards killing our bastards. Oh, I love it. It's love so it. over the top. And also as well, like Kendall as well, like when um, he finds the body and he's just like slamming his hand against the glass and he's like, oh God. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's so over the top it's so dumb and like it's just and you you know again it's like one of those things like you could 
if you didn't kind of understand what the tone was going for of this film, they'd be like, God, these are shit actors and this is so badly directed and this is so badly scripted. It's like, no, all of this is on purpose. It's it's just, I don't want to say, yeah. it's not a shit film, but it's like intentionally bad. Like, and it's that's different to it just being bad, you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah I, don't, I, I don't think it's intentionally bad. I think, I think they're is. just literally throwing stuff out there and just you know throwing it out there and just seeing what they can do really almost you think oh, to be honest it's, it's, it always seems like a parody to me and I, I see like i disagree i don't yeah i don't know I, I think they're being quite serious but serious but just like let's just really go for it like let's just really really go for it um you know it's just like things like the random scenes to me and things like you know you've got um you know the professor saying like oh what like in broad daylight like you've got nothing to worry about it's like haven't all the murders so far happened (laughs) pretty much in broad daylight yes they have you know like it's just you know stuff like that it just seems really tongue-in-cheek to me like when i watched after a certain I kind of like, I was like, there were certain bits in the script, certain things, the way that they happened or the way that they shot, I was just kind of like, well, they know what they're doing here. Like, they know that this is bad shit. They know that this isn't, I don't want to say taken seriously in terms of like, I don't want to take away from the film at all. I don't want to like, you know, it's like a, it's not a parody, but just, you know how parodies, mm-hmm. that, the films that are actually parodies, yeah, yeah, you know, they are rubbish, but they're intentionally that way. The joke is not lost on them. You know, they're in on the joke. It's like this, like, it's not a parody, but they're in on the joke. Like, they know what they're doing. They know, mm. you know, and everything is absolutely, as you said, it is ranked up to level <laughs> level 11. But I feel like it's knowingly done, you know? Yeah. Can, can, can we just talk about Bluto? <laughs> Will Art the Gardener. Oh, hey, yeah. You know, Will Art the Gardener. Yeah, yeah, oh absolutely. God. Love a bit of Will Art. He's, I love him. His facial expressions and this thing that he does with his eye. I actually, yes, I have a whole fucking note. Where is it? I absolutely have a whole fucking note on that. Uh, oh, yeah. Haha, Wendell's expressions are well funny. Like Popeye, why I are I squint. <laughs> You know, it's just like, what? Like, yeah. And he is a great red herring, for sure. Like, Yeah, no, he was awesome. Every time he's on screen, I laugh. Every time, without fail. (laughs) He was, it was just his facial expressions. Mm -hmm. It was just the the eye. The thing Mm -hmm. he did with his eye, kind of like closed one eye and then kind of stared with his other eye. It's just brilliant. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. He has his fight scene, he's headbutting cops and kicking them about and stuff. But uh, yeah, it it was a good good red Um, Mm -hmm. herring. Absolutely, like I love, and he's he's such a hulking guy as well. He's so imposing. Oh, he's massive. Yeah, yeah, and like I, and the way they they set him up in certain scenes because he's there and he's got the chainsaw because he's the groundskeeper and stuff. Like I generally, I didn't see the twist coming. I didn't, you know. Um, because I said I've seen bits of this, but I haven't seen it back to back. I haven't seen any of the ending stuff. Um, you know, so this whole reveal of who it is and everything, like I was on that journey going, What? Yeah. Well, cause because there's that scene literally halfway through, and every all the suspects are pretty much lined up in a row. 
Yeah. I, 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 I can't remember which, which party it was, but they all just literally, they're all lined up because Willard comes through the back door. He's in yeah. there. There's the professor, the dean. There's the dean. Um, there's Kendall's uh, there. Kendall, yeah, yeah. And they actually all sort of stood in a row. I thought that was just mint. It's like, okay, it so really here good. are the suspects. Who, it's who, a totally which one done is it? it scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that, love that. I think the only way, like, I would have... Like, it wouldn't have worked because of what, like, the way that we've seen things play out and stuff. But, like, if it had been sort of, like, done differently, like, I'd have really liked it if it had been, like, um, Linda Day George's character the whole time, you know? Like, pulling a bit of Bird of the Crystal Plumage sort of thing, like, having a bit of a yeah, female yeah. pullback type of thing. But that, I mean, that's just, like, a... Like, for me, just, like, that would have been kind of cool, but... Yeah, like it's um, it's really good because it really does set up these red herrings and they do lead you down these different paths. And you, even if you think it could be the Dean, like even if you think it could have been him, there's nothing solid to indicating anything. At all. Yeah. Um, well, the, so the, I, the only thing, the only thing it would have been is just anybody who's at least forty or right. you know, how old. The, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's got to be at least you know, over a certain age. 40 years like later. 50 years old. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they were like, what, 10 or something in 1942 and this was made in 82. So yeah. you've got to be at least 50. But out with that, like, yeah, like it could be. Any- and that is most of the ca- the male cast. I mean, we know it's not Kendall straight off because of that math, you know, and so that's fine. But obviously within the film, the police may still have a bit of... But then, you know, they're getting involved on everything, which just cracks me right up. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Like, that is such a jallo fucking move, isn't it? Like, just get some rando giving you sort of perspective. Are you getting involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you're basically on the force now. It's like, no, he, no he's no, not. He no, he's not. Yeah, come down At to the office. Oh, like, have some burgers with us and go through the notes. Fucking, okay. hey, hey, do you want to just right. take some of my fucking whiskey? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just that, like, and he's like, oh, I think I'd make a great cop. It's like, bro, you literally... Ra-. And also as well, what I love is, I I mean, unless I'm wrong in this, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually provide anything for the investigation. <laughs> like, he literally <laughs> doesn't do anything that helps progress. No, for, like, he just holds Mary's hand, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He just acts as her, like, personal bodyguard, which I just find ridiculous being that she even- is an FBI agent and then, even then, he's, he's trying to get in, get in their pants. Oh, 100%. Ma- Mary, aren't you making coffee? Yeah, oh, mate. And she's like, <laughs> Great maybe line. another time, sport. Because yeah. you're 17 and I'm 35. You know, like... Brilliant. She, and I, I, I like That's how she doesn't... Oh, it is. It's just the most fucking desperation. <laughs> but I just, I just, you know, because you can imagine just like, you know some dweeb kid like because although like i mean i i mean i get why the ladies like him if you know what i mean oh wow well, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um you know because i wasn't like what's the big deal and then i was like i saw what the wow big deal <laughs> was <laughs> right um but you know like it, otherwise oh. he's some sort of <laughs> otherwise <I'm> just laughing <laughs> Otherwise, he's some sort of like dweeb college kid. Do you know what I mean? She's gonna be like, "Oh, you're cute." 
nah. <laughs> like you know she's this fbi 35 year old whatever agent kind of thing you know and um you were just kind of like oh you're sweet kiss on the yeah. cheek bye now bye you know now. kind of thing like uh, so just, yeah go, go me back to that when he's at the window and, mm-hmm. and he's just been in bed with that girl oh kendall yeah. why don't you gag me I wouldn't make it. Oh, yeah. I got a note on that way. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I, okay. So I've got like, I'm sure he'll be keeping a close eye on Mrs. Riggs. Oh, I see why the ladies like him now. And then I'm like, refreshing to see some dick and not just female nudity all the time, which kind of, because fair play, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can yeah. credit where it's due. I said, oh, yeah. And then I said, why? This movie is positively progressive. <laughs> and then, um, and then I've literally just written, like, what if you gag me, huh? I wouldn't make any noise then. And then I've just written, ha, 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 ha,
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we, uh, we're just hu- terrible human beings. Like, oh bless her. Go on, get her. Fucking get her good. Mm. Yeah, fucking slice her right open. Ooh. Brilliant. Ooh. <laughs> uh, wow. But yeah, man, mate, this film. I'm so glad that you recommended this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had. I've obviously I've seen like bits of it. I've seen clips of it. I've seen you know I've, I've I've probably seen a good chunk of this film just from like references and whatever and shit online, but I haven't ever watched the film like from start to finish before. And I'm I was so excited when you suggested it. I was like fuck yeah because I've been wanting to watch this film for a while, but I just oh, haven't got around to it. You know, good, and good. it it hundred percent delivered um, on what I wanted from it. You know, like for me, like. <laughs> You know, like this is um, like a total trash slasher, but it's such a good fucking time. Like the script is ridiculous. You know, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing remotely realistic about it, but I loved it all. You know, like the kills are great. The story was cool. I really liked the characters, even when they were being annoying. Like, you know, the, you know, um, Linda Day's character. She's insipid. She just clings to fucking yeah. Kendall the whole time. But I still quite liked her. You know, like I still rooted for her, like when she was being drugged and shit. I'm like, oh no, come on. Oh, do you know what? As well, when he's like walking her around, like before he started walking her around, like I just. Oh, yeah, when she's looking with her eyes. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. Like, how the fuck do you not see this shit? Like, oh, you'd make a great cop, except the twat has no fucking observational skills whatsoever. Or <laughs> they've seen her fucking like, eyes popping out at the fucking curtains. At, at the twitching curtains, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, and you didn't see uh, the curtain. Even if you don't look at her, you can see the curtains. And like, I swear to God, at one point, she even rolls her eyes at him. Like, oh, God, know, fucking idiot. That. And then, Brilliant. like, you know, he like, he's gone uh, the the fucking guy's gone like oh he's drugged her like see if she can walk and like you know like she's <laughs> he i just had it before he started like you know walking her around and shit i just had this like image of her just him just trying to like stand her up and her just like falling flat on her face because like you know she's not playing fucking musical statues <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like she's just, she's physically impaired, and you're trying to just like, hey, love, walk it off. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. excellent! And it was just this shit that I just had so much fun with, and it sounds like I'm criticizing criticizing the film. No, I'm really not at all. Not at all. No, like no. it's just. It's fucking great. But yeah, like the kills are great. The story was cool. Like, yeah, as I said, like, you know, um, there wasn't, honestly, there wasn't one moment in this film where I was bored or like I was just like, oh, come on, can we hurry it up, guys? Like, literally, yeah. not one second. This film clearly has its tongue like permanently fixed in its cheek. And it just gave every, every single moment, it gave 110%. And like, whether or not you like this type of film, you have to respect it for that. I yeah. feel like, what What do you feel? Like, what else do you want to talk I, about on this uh, one? Yeah, I think we've just basically gone over everything, really. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, it's got great gore, great effects, great score. Um, yeah, some of the lighting was really cool use of shadows and stuff uh yeah just re- i think it's really really good really good and i just i just had so much fun with it uh and like you say not one moment was i bored uh, yeah and i i find 
with these days with me watching so much stuff. Yeah. You know, I almost purposely try and watch not a film a day, but it is almost like a film a day. Some days I watch two, some days I don't watch any because I'm at the pub or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I, I try and watch as much as I possibly can. And I do find myself getting bored these days. Yeah. You know, and I, but with this, I just it wasn't in the slightest. Just wasn't no. in the slightest. No, um, not at all. It's, yeah. Right, scores. Right, so I go first? Go first, as you, yeah. Okay, first cool. watch. Alrighty. Uh, let me scroll down a bit because I flicked back and forth with my notes. Where am I? Here we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so I have got 8.5 crotch grab and goes out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice what you got i like that uh i've actually gone for nine dirty bearded one-eyed stares out of ten <laughs> <laughs> that's really great say that again nine what nine nine dirty bearded one-eyed stares out of ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that a lot i like it Cool, man. All right, cool. So, uh, pieces. Yeah, that was pieces, man. I I feel Mm -hmm. like that's great. Um, And yeah, I'm I'm really really pleased you enjoyed it because it is it's really good fun. Really good fun. Yeah, no, it's good. I had a a really great time with uh, the. I can't. I can't understand how people don't like it. People don't like it. Apparently so. Really. (sighs) Yeah. How can you not uh, like that? I mean, it's got 3.2 on Letterbox. That's not Anybody too not like it, though, bad. Oh, we've got I two, two, walking gear, two and a half. <gasps> two and a half. Ten! Come on, Bro, come on. What do, you, have you, do, you, oh, do you know what? I don't know if I follow Tim Davis, actually. No, not Tim Davis. Tim Walker. No, 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 no. But I, I, because of the two Tims, it came to mind. Tim, Tim. Tim, Tim. Uh, cool. So yeah, so uh, that was pieces, and then we are moving on to my pick, which is okay. So I'm going to call it Roadkill because that's the UK title, and that's how I know it most. But in America, it's called Joyride. Uh, so if it is I indeed. Say ro- if I say Roadkill, I mean Joyride. Um, for those American listeners, I thought you were going to say if I say Roadkill, you say. <laughs> if I say Joy roadkill, kill? you say Joy Road. Roadkill. Awesome, Matt. Well done. Joy nice ride. one. No, thanks. Roadkill. Joy Road. Yeah, brilliant. All right, that worked real well. Anyway, it's from 2001 starring Paul Walker. So um, I will read out the IMDb's. Um, I liked how you did the tagline. Maybe we should read out the taglines for our, our picks. I quite like that. I'm going to do it for this one. Yeah. Anyway, so Joyride yeah. slash Roadkill from 2001. Three young people on a road trip from Colorado to New York. I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. I am pretty drunk. You joyzy. <laughs> wow. Three young people mm-hmm. on a road trip from Colorado to New Jersey. Um, New Jersey. Talk to a trucker on their CB radio, then Muscus. Must escape when he turns out, all right, when he turns out to be a psychopathic killer. And the tagline for this is, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
Where's it fucking gone to? Here we go. It started as a joke. Now the joke is on them. Right. We are going to listen to the trailer. Um, And then we'll be back and I'm going to do some IMDb listings and some trivia to also take on from IMDb and we'll talk about it. If you had a car, you could pick me up in Colorado. We could have an adventure. You know, the two of us. You'd want that? How far would you go for the girl you've always wanted? Sexy choice. Vint is 1971. How much would you do for a brother in need? Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll drop him off in Denver. I'll see you tomorrow. Breaker one, man. This is like a prehistoric internet or something. Can you do a woman's voice? How much fun <laughs> could you have? Hey there, this is Candy Cane. Who's this? Rusty Nail. If I were there, Rusty Nail, I'd make you feel good. Just turn me on. <laughs> when the joke. I'll be at the Lone Star Motel. What room? Room 17. I can't wait. This is awesome! Is now on you. Who the hell is it? We had a little incident here last night. The victim was staying in room 17. What happened to him? Ripped his jaw clean off. This fall. So you guys ready for an adventure or what? Everything you say. Candy cane. We saw what you did to that guy. You pathetic, lonely freak show. We'll come back to haunt you. You really should get that fixed. Get what fixed? That tail light. Everything you see is going to terrify you. And everything you hear... Who's the pretty girl? He's watching us! ...is going to drive you... Go, go! ...over the edge. Now leave it alone! Please! We'll do whatever you want! I want you two to head inside naked. So how does it feel to be the freak in the room? so good or need me to drive ah! we're back <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> fucking dickhead yeah, you do. no I don't oh my yeah, when god you, when you've had a few drinks that's exactly how you sound is that what I sound like mm, apparently oh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. You know what? It's so funny because you always like, oh, I listen to the show. And I'm just like, I listen to it and I edit. I never listen to it back afterwards once it's gone out. Like, But I always find it cute that you do. Oh, Heart no. hands. Cuties. 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 Matt, I love you, man. Cuties. You're, you're such a good egg. Bee. I know. Oh, don't fucking say you love me or nothing. All right, fuck you. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Right. So, Steve... You you don't believe (gasps) me. No, actually. Actually, because... No, no. Oh, God. I have started seeing someone, a lady. Ooh. Called Deb, and I tell you what, 
my burnt fingers not get in the way anyway right so what, what, month, is what, what month what? is this what month this is, is this this is pride month oh no i wasn't mean that oh what did you mean it's june what no <laughs> two, two fisting oh, double fisted june. <laughs> double fisted june. <laughs> no i didn't double anyway. fist, though. i just double fingered her it's all good oh my, bur- my burn marks did did not get in the way but anyway <clears throat> so i'm gonna listen back to this and be like how can i edit this out and it seem coherent <sighs> steve zahn paul walker oh fuck. lily right i've always pronounced this lily sabowski but when i was doing my interviews right not my interviews i was listening to interviews apparently it's pronounced lily Sobieski. wait Sobieski. Lily Sobieski. That's yeah. how I would pronounce it. Yeah, for some reason, I've always had her in my head as Lily Sobieski. All oh, right. I realise that's stupid now because it clearly is Sobieski. Sobieski, yeah. Um, and there's some other people who aren't really in it a lot at all. all right, Jess- Jessica. All right, Jessica. Charlotte, Jessica and, and Stuart Stone and Basil Wallace and Brian Lechner oh, and Mary yeah. Whitliffe and Mackenzie Sutherthway and Del Yord and Kenneth White and Lewis Cortez. And They're Michael literally Stewart. nothing. They're literally like nobody. Oh. Do you know who is in it? Do you know who is in it? Do you know who is in it? I do. Fucking Ted Levine, uncredited. Uncredited. I know, right? I don't understand it. I mean, it might be in a choice on his part because sometimes people request to not be credited, but I don't get it. I'm Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. So the voice. This is my first little bit of trivia. The voice of Rusty Nail was. We're in the trivia section now, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. The voice of Rusty Nail was provided by Ted Levine and added in post. He is also uncredited. Put the lotion in the basket. Revolution in the basket, revolution on the skin until he, she fills the holes again or something. The car was apparently a piece of shit and actually kept breaking down. They went through several mm. because they weren't able to reshoot with a different car. Mm. Original castings for Rusty Nail include Sylvester Stallone. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> Can you actually imagine? That'd be quite funny. I'd be hilarious. Eric Stoltz and Eric Roberts. Ooh. Guess he was originally considered for the role of Lewis, Paul Walker's character. Um, Brad Pitt. Oh, that'd be great. But no, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Nah, mate. Paul Walker. Uh, yeah, I could see him doing that. I could kind of see it, but I just Paul Walker, man. The first scene inside the motel room where Lewis and Fuller are listening to the wait, sorry, through the wall was actually shot. This is really cool on a set built inside the former aircraft hangar where Howard Hughes built the Spruce Goose. Oh, uh huh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was filmed under the title. Squelch. Okay. <laughs> the UK title is Roadkill because the term joyride here is for when cars are stolen and raced and or purposely crashed, which didn't really fit. Oh. There were there were two straight to VHS sequels, and the third of which was called Joyride 3 Roadkill. 
So that was kind of a neat ah. thing. Uh, right, so there are three alternative endings. Can we have a good one? Oh, it's all subjective, isn't it? Like, there's not, they're not that long. Don't worry. Ah, okay. Hang on. Where have I got it? Here we go. So, hang on. Let me scroll down. Oh. So, this is all um, the bit where, like, it's the final bit. So, in all three, the two brothers physically fight Rusty Nail behind the hotel rather than Rusty Nail getting his, in his truck and plowing it into the hotel. So, in all three endings, the following occurs. So, Lewis, Paul Walker, gets into the truck and plows it into Rusty Nail. As he's walking away from the truck, Rusty Nail grabs him from underneath and tries to pull him back. Fuller, Steve Zahn, runs to the front to stop the police from entering room 18, where Lily Sabioski is, like, held captive and with the gun, yep. you know, fucking mm -hmm. on triggering Tra for her. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But they uh, hold him down and bust in anyway. So, basically, Lily, or Venna, is dead. In the first ending, Lewis is able to break the board that is supporting the truck and it comes crashing down on top of Rusty Nail. In the second ending, Venna is able to get out of the chair. She shoots Rusty Nail with a shotgun as he's... Oh, so yeah, so she's not dead in this one. So she shoots Rusty Nail with a shotgun as he's trying to pull Lewis under the truck. In the third ending, which was never actually finished and is edited with footage from other endings and storyboards, Lewis ramming Rusty Nail with the truck knocks Rusty into the hotel room. Lewis and Rusty fight behind Venna as the police bust into the room. As they do, Lewis pushes Venna out of the way of the shotgun blast and ends up killing Rusty. All three endings mm. end with the three in the back of the ambulance. Lewis is talking to his father on the payphone and forces Fuller to talk to him. Which one's your favourite? Uh, probably the one that is well, it actually is, I think. Yeah. I don't know, mind you, actually, I don't know, him. I quite like the third ending on this one. Yeah, yeah, I do, pushing, yeah, pushing. Because they all kind of get a bit involved, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. I think at this point it's valid, but I think that they went with the right choice ultimately. Yeah. So there is also a completely different, like, alternative thing, which, I don't know, do you want me to read it out or no? So there's a yeah, fourth ending. All right, okay, I'll try and speed, speed through it. <clears throat> this is on IMDb as well. So I'm going to speed through it. I'm not going to take any breaks or anything, but if anyone wants to read it again, it's on IMDb under the alternative endings bit. So the fourth ending, which is actually an original ending film during the initial filming in 99, has a completely different third act. It begins with the brothers naked at the rest stop. As Venna is talking to Rusty Nail, she mentions her about how 70% of psychotic killers end up killing themselves. She sees Rusty Nail pull up behind her and honks. The brothers run out, Fuller gets dressed and getting into the car, Lewis running naked across the parking lot to cut off Rusty Nail. I would love to have seen that. Fuller and Venna get in the car ch and chase after Rusty Nail. As they run alongside of the semi-truck up an off-ramp, they are forced on off the road by an oncoming car. Fuller swerves to miss the car and Lewis flip-flops down a hill. After Fuller, Fuller 
gets out of the car, the man in the other car punches him and begins fighting Lewis as he comes running up. Then it hears Charlotte screaming on the CB as the police show up. The next scene is in the police station where the brothers are behind bars. Bennett is talking with the police chief and tells him that she is not leaving until they find Charlotte. She also finds out that Ellinghouse, the man who had his jaw ripped off, the big guy in the motel, Mm -hmm. he's died from his wounds. Rusty Nail calls the brothers on the station phone. The police try to trace the call as Rusty Nail says that Bennett is... So Bennett made a lot of sense when she was talking about psychotic killers killing themselves. We hear a gun blast over the phone with, as the police trace the call. When they get to the phone, they find a dead body in a payphone with a shotgun blast to the face. They also find Charlotte in the back of a trailer bed. Bennett goes with Charlotte in an ambulance while one of the officers takes the brothers. On the way back to the station, they realise that the, that the dead body in the phone booth was the ice truck driver. Ah. ties back to the original movie. Yeah, or at least yeah. the final cut of the movie. Lewis steals the officer's gun and his car. Fuller has the option of staying with the officer sorry, and saving himself a felony charge, but chooses to go with Lewis. They find the ambulance flipped upside down. Charlotte is there. Benner is gone. And the driver is rambling about Rusty Nail taking Benner. The words, drink up, are spray painted on the side of the ambulance and the pink champagne bottle is inside. Mm, The brothers continue down the road in the stolen police car. They come across Rusty Nail and pull him over to a cornfield with the police siren. Fuller dresses as a cop to distract Rusty Nail as Lewis gets in the back to find Benner. Rusty Nell eventually realises this is what is going on and backs the truck into the police car, forcing it into a ditch. Rusty Nell drives off with Lewis and Benner still in the back, but they eventually jump out. Fuller runs up to meet them as Rusty Nell gets out of his truck. He unlatches the trailer bed and comes after them with the semi. <laughs> semi. Love. The- <clears throat> <clears throat> They run into the cornfield in pretty much the same scene that is in the final film. This is why. If you look closely in the movie's version of the scene, you can see Fuller wearing a cop hat and jacket. And a lo- and lots of the behind-the-scenes materials and promotional stills still also show parts of this original ending. The only difference is, is that they all stay together. And they eventually come out upon... Hang on, I'm scrolling down, so I've lost it. Hold on. Wait. They all... And they eventually come upon a tractor with a tank of ammonia nitrate. Lewis gets the idea of blowing up Rusty Nail and tells Fuller and Venner to run. They do. (laughs) And Lewis gets Rusty Nail's attention. The semi-truck comes after him and he hits the gas tank, but it does not blow up. Instead, (gasps) the the truck is pushing the tank after Lewis. Fuller and Venner get out of the cornfield and turn to see Lewis close behind. Lewis screams for Fuller to shoot the gas tank with the officer's gun. Fuller finally hits the tank and the truck explodes. The three watch the truck burn as the police arrived. Hang on, can I just stop you a second? All right, fine, I'll send full flow, but whatever. All right. It, that's about halfway through the film. We've got all this to go. <laughs> no, there's like three sentences left. All right, sorry, go on. Oh, God. Right, hang on. The three watch the truck burn as the police arrive at the hospital. Lewis and Venner finally kiss Fuller thinks he could make a pretty good cop paramedics show up with Rusty Nail and try to revive him as the three watch on Rusty Nail finally dies Fuller says he can't believe it but he actually wants to go home the end 
I feel like they went with the right choice. I think they did it too. Yeah, same. Cool. Right. This is my choice. I have been wanting to talk about this for a bit. I have been watching this film, God, probably since it came out. Like, I can't remember the first time I watched this. I just can't. I could have sworn I had this on DVD, which is why I was really annoyed to find that I didn't have it on DVD and couldn't get all the mm, juicy extras. I will be sorting that out soon. Um, but basically, Paul Walker is hot. The script is funny and I don't care about anything else. No, I'm joking. Um, okay. But he is hot. And also... <clears throat> I used to fuck someone who who looked exactly like him, and you I told a, everybody this story. Um, probably, yeah. But I sent a picture of said person to Jamie J. Sammons, and she was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" So it's not just me. Um, so I always have a soft spot for Paul Walker, apart from the fact that he died, and that was really fucking tragic. And also, as well, just fucking awfully ironic. Which, if anyone's seen the conversation on my post of this, that Jamie... Did you see what Jamie Jamie McCauley wrote? I didn't know. Did you not? Or well, maybe you did, I can't remember. So I put a thing of my notes saying, Paul Walker is hot as fuck. The end. All the notes needed for this film, I feel. <laughs> um, and then he wrote... Hold on, where's my fucking post? Here we go. So he wrote, that can be reworded. Hot as so okay, so I wrote on my thing, roadkill trivia, Paul Walker is hot as fuck, the end. And he goes, that can be reworded. Hot as fuck trivia, Paul Walker is roadkill, the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, as it and it was in a joyride. I mean it technically wasn't they didn't steal the car, but he died mm. because they were speeding. It wasn't him who was driving, though. It was his mate who was driving. It's all very tragic. But yeah, I just, he told like, us on the last episode, didn't you? I just get... Like, it's just... So many of his films, he drives cars. <laughs> and I just feel it's just such a bitter irony, you know? So... Yeah. Paul Walker, rest in peace, man. You're a good uh, egg. He was peace. a good egg. He was a good egg. Anyways, that aside... Um, th- was this your first watch? It was my first watch, yes. I'm so nervous. Okay. Mm, I feel like my nerves. And, are and what, why are you nervous? I just, I don't know. Because, I don't know, like you're, like, it's so weird. Because in some ways, you're like the least critical person ever. But in some ways, you are quite critical. Uh-huh. And I just feel like you're not going to like this film. But it's funny because it's I only now that I feel like this. Like, if you'd asked me, like, two weeks ago, whenever I first suggested this film, like, ah, oh, Matt will love this film. But now I'm here, I'm like, oh, no, Matt's not going to like it. <laughs> okay, so, you know when you go to a party... Oh, no. Here we go. don't want to be there. Okay. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going to go? <laughs> Matt! Well, I said that at the beginning of my review of Phone Booth. Oh, no. You didn't like Phone Booth. I hated Phone Booth. I know. I... 
hated the beginning of this. Uh-huh. However, it improved as it went along. Okay, cool. What didn't you like? Okay, okay. What didn't you like about okay. the beginning of this? I didn't like either of the two characters, but primarily the brother. I found him a complete dick. I didn't find him funny. I thought his jokes were dumb. I thought the whole concept was dumb. I thought the setup for the story was really fucking stupid. <sighs> I found Paul Walker's girly voice ungirly like and un- oh un- my god un- so we're like a good like a good two-thirds of the movie or at least a quarter of the movie no, it, and you're, you're still not convinced it, it was a good good third of the way and i was like ah oh, actually no initially i was like okay i kind of get where this is gonna go and i'll just go with it go with it. and I, then in the back of my head i was thinking oh shit phone booth phone booth and I just thought, no. oh, fuck. Well, hang on. Why this is, this, is it because it's like a, almost a single location? It's, it's hit, just, no, it's just the, I, I don't know. Like that. You, you kind of choose these films, which are, are like early 2000 films, which are just kind of not, I don't know. They're not, they're not horror. They're not, I don't know. Not this is a kind horror of film. No, no, it's not. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, I, it is. I don't think it is. I'm putting a poll up on the page. It's a horror uh, film. And let me look okay, at IMDb. Good. What does IMDb say? Hold on. Let me look. <clears throat> it says, I genuinely don't know what it says. Oh, shit. It says action mystery thriller. All right, you know what? Fuck you. It's a horror fucking film. I'm putting a poll on the, on well, the page. It, but, but it isn't, though. I mean, okay, there there are elements which are, oh, just about put under the dark umbrella, being being stalked by um, a guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, the... J.J. Abrams wrote this. I, I found the setup of it was just really fucking stupid. The whole, uh, I don't know. It was just dumb. I just, I just found it well, dumb. Why do you not? Why do you? Why do you think it's dumb? Do you not? Why do you think it's dumb? Like, it's like twenty-year-olds hey, would do. Twenty-year-old brothers do it, egging each other on. It's not, not the sort of thing that I would do. I don't know. I just found it just irritating. Uh, I didn't find it funny in the slightest, and I knew they were kind of going for that comedy element, and it wasn't. Um, though, um, and then just kind of luring the guy to the cabin. Um, I don't know. I just found I just found the setup pretty fucking stupid, um, and I was just like, ah, oh, geez, and, and just really far fetched because it takes that. T- oh, it suddenly goes from. Okay, so they're sending, uh, uh, what do you call him? Rusty Nail. Uh, Rusty Nail. They send him to room 17 to go mm-hmm. and hook up with... Dickhead uh, racist. Cat, no, uh, what's, what, what, what's the oh, girl's Candy name? Oh, Candy Kane. Candy Kane, that's right. Candy Kane. Uh, and, okay, so, uh, okay, I, I, get, I get how he would be pissed off mm. that he'd been... But I didn't, I didn't, you know, why? Okay, so he's a psychotic killer. 
Yeah, like if he's psychotic already, then something like that would tap into whatever yeah. trigger he's got. But, he, but, he, but even then, like when they're like listening at the room, there was there was nothing. I heard nothing. There was like no sound effect. It was like there was nothing. There was no no thud. There was nothing. Did you not? Like, no, I didn't hear anything else. I Did was you like, not? Because what? I no, there is a th- there's like not only there is there a thud, but there's also like a bit of a wail. Uh, okay, because I've just got just heard a disturbance in brackets. Um, there was no noise in that hands in the air emoji. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's a couple of thuds and there's like almost like a like a groaning wail, like a yeah. All right, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I mean the the setup is all based around a, a CB radio. Yeah. Bear in mind, this is 2001. Okay, yeah. So how did... Please explain to me how uh, Rusty Nail then realised it was them. Because he Mm. watched the motel and watched them leave. He watched the motel and he watched them leave. But yeah, but how... He must have realised it was a prank. Right, so he I mean, like this is you know what I mean, like this this film. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like this is a film where it's like, oh, not as far as pieces in terms of like ridiculousness, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, you either kind of get on board with what's happening, or you kind of don't. Like, it's it's there's there are plot holes. But it's kind of like it's also not within the realms of impossibility. Okay, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. If it is, is extremely far fetched. You've got to, you've got to be rolling. I mean, with there's the story. a lot of it that's extremely far fetched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there yeah, is a lot of it, but it's kind of like you either get bored or you don't. Well, exactly. You got to roll with the story. For yeah. me, the whole setup of the story was was absolute bollocks, um, and. It was just too far-fetched for me to initially get on board. However, once I'd managed to get past the absolute bullshit of a backstory and setup, and we actually got into it, then it actually became okay. Okay. What point was that? Uh... Uh, hang on. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. So, like, look for me. Like, okay. So, I have I have the benefit of nostalgia on my side. I watched this. I mean, I don't know if I watched it in two thousand one. Probably not. I would have been thirteen at the time. But I definitely watched it as a teenager. I have the benefit of being female and finding Paul Walker insanely attractive. Um. <laughs> But, like, this with me was always, like, a go-to. Like, this is one of the reasons why I'm really pissed off to find that I don't... I, I definitely had it as part... At least my DVD collection. Um, so I, I think I must have lent it out and just not got it back at some point because um, I was 100% sure okay, I had yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, the level that I love this film. Like, I I genuinely think, like, it's so... For me, it's so much fun. I do like these characters. I do think the comedy works. I really think that Paul Walker and Steve Zahn, like, their brotherly rapport is so good. Like, and I do understand, like, why Steve Zahn would be, like, 
well, to quote the black sheep of the family, you know, and like, you know, the younger brother and stuff, he's maybe learned from the brother's mistakes and is at college and is doing well for himself. You know, I can understand why there'd be that tension there in addition to like the usual sibling rivalry. Um, I do get like that, you know, someone at that age, you know, is probably like 19, 20 years old, um, would do something as dumb as like trade in their like airplane ticket to go and buy a car to pick up the girl of their dreams, quote unquote, you know, um, and shit and feel that kind of like familial burden as to trying to sort out the relationship between the brother and the parents yeah. and whatnot. Like I get all of that, even without having brothers or sisters, like I get all of that. Um, I do understand like this stupid fucking idiocy of playing a prank like that on a stranger, especially back then. Like not now. I feel like, you know, the younger generation and shit are much more conscientious about like being dicks in that way and like taking advantage of someone that way. But certainly in 2001, even, you know, up until 2010, 2012 kind of thing, like, People are fucking stupid. And although Steve Zahn character, Fuller, you know, he is the older brother and, like, you know, he would probably be like, oh, hey, bro, maybe we shouldn't do this, as opposed to being the instigator. That's something that feels more like in the last 10 years as opposed to 2001. Like, I remember just doing dumb shit in 2001, like, really dumb shit, if, especially if it was, like, a faceless voice or, like, you know, a faceless person on the internet or something and just yeah, winding yeah. them up or whatever and all that dumb shit. So for me, being that age at that time, that was super relatable to me, you know? Um, and, you know, and and maybe that, like, I mean, I don't want to play the age card, but, like, you know, you are a, a few years old, you know, you're over 10 years older than me, and maybe, like, you know, that shit doesn't relate so hard to you. But for me, that was super relatable. I mean, I remember being fucking 12 years old and being with my mates creating false profiles on fucking msn chat and like engaging with older men and just being like hee hee shits and giggles doesn't mean anything and not remotely understanding the implication of that stuff that i do yeah. now as an adult and like you know obviously this is your first watch going in for me i've got that nostalgia for you you do not and you're just yeah. looking at this going like wow that's dumb you're a yeah, fucking yeah. idiot, you know? So, but like, so I understand that like our, um, our reception of it and things are going to be quite different, but like mm -hmm. Paul Walker is fit as fuck and you can't deny that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But like, you know, like um, I, I feel like that maybe his like has, you know, differentiated our, our viewing experience for an initial watch um, but I'm glad that you were kind of like able to kind of come around to it a little bit and things at the end. So like, okay, so we've got to like, you know, part way through the film and maybe, and like your, like your opinion of it has maybe changed a little bit. Like what happens then for you when you're watching this? Well, I, I think, uh, I'm just trying to think where it kind of changed. Basically, I think the, um, when they're actually, the hotel. I, I think when, when they start to be, Chased down in the truck. In the cornfield? Uh, before, before that, when, when it's like the, um, uh, the, uh, the ice truck. With the ice truck. Oh, I think that's a great scene. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, okay, so this is at least, it's you know, he's catching up with them. At least 
we actually got some, I don't know. Like horror? So, something going on. Well, I wouldn't say horror, but <laughs> um, something going on, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like Ted, Ted Levine as uh, Rusty. Uh, I thought it, that was pretty decent how yeah. he's kind of chatting to them. And I suppose that's that kind of creepy, the fact that he's, you know, catching up with them and he knows that it's them. How he knows it's them, I have no yeah. idea. You know, that um, that whole kind of thing, though, I don't know if you got this, but it really reminded me of Scream. You know, like... Um, that whole kind of like way that he provides information to know that he knows who they are, what they're doing, what he, that you know that he's watching. I would say them yes, of stuff. course. Just little you know, like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like You've I'm inside the house, Venner, like blah, blah, blah. yeah, and whatever, yeah, and just like kind of hey, Blondie, you know that it really yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. gave me scream vibes. Like I've never noticed that before. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. But this time definitely. around, like I definitely got that got that vibe and it was it was really kind of cool to me so like for me like sometimes like films don't need a films don't need a who why what where or how you know like it can just be like that's kind of cool I don't need to think about it too deeply that is just kind of a cool thing to do but like I get why some like because I I'm very much that way about some other stuff where I'm like no I need to know why I need to know how like you do I mean I get why you might want to have a bit more information as just oh no he just does <laughs> you know yeah yeah I, I don't know it just uh, yeah it, it 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 was it's just that aspect initially that really kind of took me out of the film and put, it, it didn't put me in a bad mood or anything I wasn't like oh fuck this it was just like uh okay you know yeah. it's just like oh okay that doesn't make any sense well, that's a bit far-fetched you know how the hell could he trace them through a CB, you know, CB radio. How can you know it's them? How random. Well, yeah. I mean, a CB radio as well, though, as they say in the film, it has a five-mile radius, which, although it's relatively far, if you're on one stretch of highway with really no turnoffs whatsoever, and, like, by all accounts, that side of America on that highway, it doesn't have a lot of turnoffs. I suppose. Like, you can, I And, suppose. you know, if you can narrow it down to, like, one motel, which obviously he can do because he's got the information for the motel, and if he's gone there and he's seen, and, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not entirely impossible especially if the guy's relatively smart which he does kind of although he's very sort of like redneck-esque vibes he does seem to be relatively smart so like I feel like maybe you know like if it was in England there's no way this shit could happen (laughs) because we have fucking off-ramps for you know using an American term we have fucking motorway exits every two fucking minutes you know especially on the main ones this shit would never happen but like over there in america on the highway that they're using it's very isolated long stretches of work well you don't get a lot of traffic you know so i feel like it's it's one of those things where it's like all right cool in some certain in some certain respects it could be very far-fetched however it's not impossible you know, and like for me, I just feel like, all right, well, if we're going to be entering into this world, it's not impossible equals 
all right, that could happen and that's enough for me. But again, like I've got, you know, 20 years worth of nostalgia on this fucking film, whereas, you know, you don't. So you're probably going to be a lot more cynical than I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know? What did you, um, because obviously this film doesn't give a lot of gore and shit. Like it's, it's, it's definitely a 15 as opposed to an 18. Um, But what did you think of like the, um, the bit where we see the jaw. It's, it's, that was good. In hospital. I, I yeah, did, did right. That, that was that was one of my my positives. I thought the jaw was pretty cool. Why they would drag him all the way down there to see him makes I mean, yeah. sense. A hundred percent. I think just to sort of do that scare straight thing. Yeah. That seems to be again. It seems to be a thing in America where they scare you straight. Yeah. yeah. I also love that Jim Beaver is in this because he's in, he's in, like one of the, like a uh, long-standing characters in Supernatural. Who's, who's he, Jim Beaver? He's the guy that gives them shit. He's just like, I've got you two, <laughs> you know. Oh, like, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's that guy, and he just God. plays that exact same type of character in Supernatural, where he's just pissed off and he's like constantly looking after these two lads who end up getting in trouble and stuff. I fucking love Supernatural. <laughs> But yeah, so I have like a real soft spot for that. I've even got a note. It's like, oh, fuck it. They like, all block capitals. I fucking forgot Jim Beaver was in this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's so fucking great. He always does tired and angry so fucking well. One of the things I, I wanted to mention, it was, I did find there were certain elements um, in the film that almost felt like like filler scenes like for example yeah. um you know the bar scene when uh pokies gets up gets chatted up um vena i, I, I just put in pokies, pokies. <laughs> i think that's just to establish that they've been drinking and stuff so when um steve zahn's character fuller when he goes and tries to sort of like she doesn't try it on her like you know and then that gives edge for um you know rusty nails to be like hey why is your oh, brother I see. with the girl yeah, you know I mean? like, okay. it's not necessarily full it, but it's just sort of set up to a, a set up to a setup yeah, yeah I suppose so and there's like the stealing of the car and the, the guy asked one? if he wanted help you know where they go to steal the truck oh yeah yeah but again that's just sort of tension building i feel because like you know if they were just like oh yeah we're gonna steal this car boom boom vroom vroom let's go but you've got this guy you don't know whether it's his car at first and you realize it's not his car but what if he realizes that you know fuller is trying to steal it and stuff it's just like tension building and then obviously like after that you have the real owner of the of the truck come out and he's like hey that's my car you know like (laughs) um i'd actually do you know what like i feel like this film and you might not agree probably don't agree but i actually do feel like this film doesn't have much fat to chew like it 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 everything in it is for a reason it might not be like overly overly important but it kind of like does help with the believers believability sorry of this film like as you say like with the with the drinking scene it's like okay but then we've got you know, Fuller, who's cracking on her. I suppose that's set, set up. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, like there's nothing that's total wastage in this film. Like yeah. even when you've got like the build up tension scene in the garage and stuff, and then obviously that leads to the ice truck killer kind of chase, and then it turns out, oh, he's not a, he's not the guy. He's just it's normal. But then you have yeah. like the guy, you know, the rusty now crash through, which to me is such a fucking awesome entrance. You know, like it's just so. I'm here. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you really just sort of get a, a look at the truck. I really don't feel that you get a decent look at the truck other than this scene. Um, and for me, I would have, like, if I was going to give a criticism to this film, I would have rather had a few more scenes where maybe they were, like, outrunning the truck. Because when you see the truck in this shot, it's so imposing. It's so cool. It's got all of, like, the pipes coming up the side. It's black. It's massive. You know, and I, I kind mm. of feel like aside from this scene and the scene in the cornfields, but even in the cornfields, you don't see them. You don't see the truck hugely. You just sort of get that it's crashing. See the through. top and the, the lights yeah. and the top and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, we could have seen a bit more of this truck because, you know, like, you know, in Jeepers Creepers, for example, which personally I think would make a great double bill with this film. Um you know, like you, we see the truck, we see why it's so scary, we see why it's imposing. And although you could argue that like less is more and we don't know who the killer is, and obviously we until the end, we don't really see who he is. We sort of see silhouettes and hands and that's about it. And that yeah, is really well, cool. yeah, yeah, you do see him a little bit, don't you? We see end. him a little bit, but not loads. But then at the end we do see him a bit more, and that's fine, whatever. But I feel like we could have seen the truck a bit more because the truck that they've chosen to use is so imposing and, and really quite scary. Like, I feel like that could have created, like, more tension, um, yeah. especially while they're on the road and doing these long driving scenes. Like, I feel like having that incorporated more would have been cool. Um, I don't know if you feel the way that way or or anything, but, like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it is quite an imposing truck. They should have shown a little bit more of it, really. Uh, to be yeah. fair, more, more like the film Jewel from 1971. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. No, no, I've not seen that. Okay, Steven Sp- uh, Spielberg, basically. Oh yeah, no, I know which. Oh. I haven't seen it, but I know what you okay. mean. Okay, yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly, uh, this is kind of based <laughs> based around that. Yeah, really. yeah, because that was um, there was Jewel and Christine and stuff. We really kind of go. A bit part and part, don't I? Like I've heard, mm. I've seen. Obviously, we covered Christine. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. But like I've heard that, like Jewel is kind of like a a good double bill for Christine kind of thing, where it's much more focused on the vehicle as opposed to yeah, it's, out. it's more like sharp, uh, like Jewel's. Yeah, before but Jewel's. car version. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, car yeah. version. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, like um, I feel like maybe they could have done that angle a little bit more, but. I'm, you know, I'm certainly not un- unhappy with the, with the finished, um, with the finished. yeah, yeah, um, but I mean, you know, I mean, I, this, you know, this is a pretty standard horror in some respects, um, but I think like what for me what elevates it like is first off. For me personally, I love the rapport between Steve Zahn and, and Paul Walker. I think that they, a lot of the stuff that they did was improvised as well. Um, okay. And I feel like it, I, for me, it does work. I feel like there's a lot of good comedy in there. Um, I really love a horror film that can kind of 
round off lots of different bits like at its core it's a horror or it's a thriller or whatever but if you can incorporate maybe a bit of romance a bit of comedy a bit of like emotion and stuff like that for me is what really kind of like tips it over the edge for like a well-rounded Sucks film you in. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and for me like i really loved the um i really love the phone calls between venna and lewis um i've had relationships like that where it's been like friends but in your mind it's kind of more than friends um and stuff and i really love the the brotherly rapport between you know lewis and fuller i think that that is very genuine i feel like that that is very authentic and it really yeah. did yeah, yeah, these yeah. characters um but like the other stuff as well in terms of technical aspects like I really really love the way that this is shot like the use of mirrors and reflective surfaces windows the, and whatnot the, the lighting the lighting, the lighting was yeah, very the, good that's like, one of the things I did did pick up on uh I, yeah very good use of lighting you know the reds and um yeah. and greens to you know silhouette stuff going on that was very good yeah, I think like, you know, on paper, this is a very sort of like fairly straightforward standard type of horror. We see these sort of elements in other things. Like essentially it's a slasher, but without like the slasher element, you've got this kind of like force that can come after you and no matter how fat doesn't matter how fast you run, they're gonna gain on you kind of thing. And you know, they they're this faceless type foe which you get with Friday the 13th with my, uh, like Michael Myers and, and all of this kind of stuff. Okay. In car- right. like, I do, I do. I feel like, you know, in, in car version, of course, but like, you know, you don't really see Michael Myers' true face. You don't really see uh, Jason's true face. It's just this kind of like person behind you constantly chasing you and you try and make the right moves and they sometimes okay, yeah. they don't. All right. don't. I, I, dis- I just disagree. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm not uh, saying it's necessarily on that level, but I'm just no, saying, no, no. like... I know what you're saying. I do know what you're yeah. saying. Um, but, like, I I really feel like things like, you know, stuff like the little bits of script, like the rapport, and also as well, like, the mirrors, the reflective surface, the windows, the lighting, as you said, camera shots, there's lots of different angles and things being used, and it's not like it's just the director or the cinematographer or whatever has gone in saying, hey, let's try this and try this and try this. It all seems very on purpose. It seems very strategic. Like, you know, when they're both listening in to the walls and we have this slow zoom in and it kind of goes in on this like portrait like this landscape art and stuff and it just builds this tension like it's really well done and I feel like there's a lot of movies that came around the early 2000s which were very sort of slapdash and very kind of slasher but without much thought going into it and just sort of like here's some thrills and spills whereas I feel that this this does give us the thrills and spills but it also has a little bit more going on with it as well Mm -hmm. but like again that's you know that's my opinion like that's your opinion no 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 it's absolutely fine yeah yeah and I, I think I'm, right. I'm not saying that this is on the level of Michael Myers or Friday the 13th or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? But it kind of takes those concepts and applies it to this film in the way that I feel like works for this film. If that makes uh, sense. Yeah, no, no, no. I hear what you're saying. Definitely hear what you're saying. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this film? 
what, what, I, I did like um, one of the bits which I felt really ramped up the film for me mm-hmm. when I was kind of no, <laughs> towards the end. Obviously, they get um, Rusty gets hold of Venna. Yeah. I like the bit. I like the bit where he ties her to the chair and sets up the shotgun trap. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, I, I thought that was I'm glad very you mentioned cool. that. And yeah. I, I did feel that scene was was tense. Mm. And it's the first time I actually, first time for me actually that I thought, oh, yeah, oh, this this could get quite interesting. And it did feel tense. And the cops knocking on the door and them, you know, fighting out with Rusty out the back and then like, oh shit you know looking through the window and seeing that the trap and then it's you know all the cops going door to door i thought that was very good mm. um and yeah no it had had tension there which which i appreciated yeah um and yeah yeah, yeah. When, when, you know when the brother i can't remember his name Bella? uh yeah it yeah. is you know fighting out with rusty and stuff Oh, and when uh, he's got like his thigh like rammed in that pipe. rammed in that spike. Oh <laughs> man, you feel that fucking pain, yeah. man. Yeah. Did so you I feel that? that? Was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, and then when he's coming at him with the truck, and you're like, "Fucking go, 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 yeah, go!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I feel like this film has, I I mean, again, this is my opinion. Like, I know you might not feel the same, but, like, I feel like this film has really good pacing. Like, it starts off a bit slow. We kind of get into know the characters and whatnot. But then, like, I feel like once they make that initial contact with Rusty Nail, like, things do sort of, like, ramp up in a good steady speed. And then that last third act, it just really kind of, like, pulls everything out and it, it you know it does ramp up that tension um, yeah and I think that Ted Levine does such a great job of the voice yeah I don't, I don't know why he's uncredited it just doesn't make I sense I don't know either like that would be a great pull for horror like, you know for like horror fans who know Ted Levine apart from anything else that he's done and we all know him from Science of the Lambs like that's a good pull like maybe it was his yeah. decision for whatever maybe yeah, maybe, maybe he didn't Maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he's on your side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to see like Lee Sabiowski's tits, what the fuck? I got some nips through the shirt. That's it. What the fuck? Candy cane. <laughs> Candy cane. <laughs> anything else you want to talk about, Phil? Uh, I don't think there's anything else for you on my notes. Um... The fucking officer they were chatting to was fucking giving me right the ick. You know, with he's like chewing the, uh, he's chewing the, the the fucking. Oh, he he was just a dick. Yeah, he just gave me he like a right a ick factor, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's gross. A gross, gross, um, gross. Otherwise, yeah, like the the rip off jaw was pretty cool. I thought the tension was good. Could have done with more of the truck, but. One one thing I, I did find amusing was the uh, 12, <laughs> 12 cheeseburgers, please. One yeah, oh my that. God. <laughs> yes, oh my God. Remissively. Remissively. Oh, no, don't. You're going to have to talk about, oh, look, they're naked. Yeah, Paul Walker's ass, man. I mean, too bad. Steve Zahn's a good looking guy. Hey, hang on. We had tits and whatnot back here with pieces. We can give well, some well. guys bums in this one. Yeah. Go on then, go and chat about that for five minutes. Put, well, not even five minutes, man. Put, 
Paul Walker's Fit as Fox, Steve Zahn is pretty awesome too. They look fit. I also love the bit where it's like, want fries with that? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> it's good. It is good. I feel yeah. like the comedy in this, like, it it landed. Like, for me, it landed. That, like, I, that, I do that find was the only, that literally was the only thing that I found. Really? Really? You were a bit like when they, like the bands, like the brotherly bands bit before they no. even talked to Rusty Nail. No. Like, no? no, no, I didn't enjoy that at all. You have no soul. You have no soul. No, it just wasn't. It wasn't funny. Rusty it was just would. like it's oh, funny. I, it wasn't. They were irritating. They were no, a pair of them funny. were the blinker. <laughs> the blinker. <laughs> they cause Ben of the blinker, and they just like blinks a bunch. <laughs> I no, I don't remember that bit. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> I Eesh. I really like this film. All right, then. Come on, then. Matt, what is your scores, Mr. George Dawes? I'm going to give it uh, five pokies out of ten. All right, I'll accept it. Given your criticism, I will accept five. Uh, Wait, hang on. What? Five what? Pokies? Po- pokies. <laughs> All right. That was, that was literally the best bit of the film. Pokies. <laughs> Okay, what are you giving it? I am giving it eight jawbreakers out of ten. Eight? Is that all? I love this film. Is that all? Is that all? Yeah, no, but I reserve like nine and tens for like the stuff that have like proper like loads of subtext and proper stories. Yeah, shit like that. This is like this is no subtext. This is just fucking hit it and quit it. Fucking good shit, good times. Fucking whatever. This is this is an eight. I'm happy with an eight. Okay. I think this is great, and I, yeah, I, I have a re- I have never watched this film and not have fun with it. But for getting nine, for getting a nine and a ten, you have to give me some juicy subtext, some fucking shit like that going on. Yeah, or really blow me out the fucking park. And as much as I love this film, it doesn't blow me out the park. But I do, I, I do okay. fucking love it. Yeah. It's like a f- good four out of five. Go, we're going to go letterbox. Four out of five. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. actually, every else on letterbox loves this, so I'm I'm clearly out of... Yeah, uh, and have you yeah. heard the chat on, on our Facebook group? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and man, fucking like, love this shit. Like, what the Jamie hell? and Brian love this shit. Fucking, mm. like, yeah, like fucking... Tons of, who else? Let me have a look. Hold on. Let me have a look. Uh, have a fucking look. Hang on. Hold up. Hold up. Is... They're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Where's my... Here we go. So, Mark Ball loves it. Rebecca Reinhardt loves it. I think Robert Ward likes it. Got Jamie and Brian loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. So, 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 I what? Go on then. Have set up a new email address. Hey. Did you see my email? You did not respond. I to did. Yeah, yeah. You did. Okay. Cool. 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 Because <laughs> I literally set up about an hour before we started recording. Because I was like, "Fuck you now." So you can chat to us and interact with us. On Facebook, which is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Edenism Odd. Or you can 
like see what we're watching and check out our links and whatnot and DM us on Instagram, which is at Edenism Podcast, I think. Hold on. Let me just check. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so drunk. What is it? Edenism at Edenism underscore podcast. There we go. And then I just set up an email address, which is Edenism podcast at gmail.com to replace the one that there got hacked. Go. Thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> we have had our first email we have indeed um we did sort of mention this on our last episode um so the wonderful the glorious the beautiful and sexy jamie j salmon's emailed us and she has resent the email uh to our new email address because i did dm her knowing that she had already emailed us i did dm her when i set it up saying oh hey here's our new email address feel free to send us your email it's wonderful so this is what she says ready we're always ready. Yeah. Says. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I heard... Oh, fuck me. I'm drunk. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Do me to read it. Yeah, right. Hi, guys. I heard you say a while back that you never got emails, so I wanted to be the first one. If I'm not the first, throw the other ones out and pretend. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I kid about that, but I don't kid about loving you guys. I have never missed a single episode, and I never Mm. will. Brian says it's only because I I wait to hear my name. (laughs) Can you believe that? There's a lot of that. not the only reason. Not (laughs) the only reason. Anyway, between Matt's amazing American accents, Kate's getting so tickled she can't even speak, and the adorable little spats. It's just so much fun to listen to. I always get excited when you're going to be talking about a movie I love because I know Kate will get it right. Yeah. Ha. Smiley face. Ha. Keep... Ha. Smiley ha. Face. ha. I hope you guys keep going. I love you both, Jamie. Oh. oh. Thank you very much for that. It's a lovely message. It's so nice. And I do, I do always get it right. Hee hee. Hee no, seriously, thank you so much, Jamie, for sending that. That is yeah, so nice. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for our first email. Our first email, two two and a half years in. It's like, no, nah, it's good. <laughs> to be fair, actually, do you know what? We do get, like, DMs and stuff, and we've been really shit about saying those out on the episodes. So I feel like we should do those more when we get, Agreed. like, comments yeah. and stuff. We shouldn't just go by emails. But if people do want to email us, as I said, it is edenismpodcast at gmail.com fucking easy as and respect. if you respect respect <clears throat> so if you want to <laughs> if you want to yeah. like check us out on the socials wait did I do the socials yes yeah if you yeah. want to listen to us I assume you've already found us but just in case it is wait we can be found on google podcasts Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and anchor.fm forward slash Matt hyphen Wood 5. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure we are in other places, but you know, just in case, those are the main ones. Um, so feel free to share us about. We love to be hauled around. And indeed, indeed. Yeah, we love a bit of it. And uh, yeah, interact with us on our social pages. We love to see new people. We don't like do like big like announcements and stuff, but we generally, every time we see someone wants to like come as part of our little community, we really do appreciate it. So thank you for everyone who has recently joined our pages or started following us on Instagram and stuff. We really do genuinely appreciate it. Um, so that, yeah, thank you. Right. right. I'm, I'm going to make a personal apology. I need to apologize uh, to Lance and uh, Brian and yeah. Philip. Um, because I've been trying to get those guys on the show. And this is from the Horror Returns podcast. From the Horror by the Returns way. guys, yeah, trying to get them um, on the show again, and I've kind of fucked up because I thought I'd replied, but I haven't. Because Lance has literally just messaged me. Oh no! Twiddle, 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 and oh. I hadn't realised he had actually replied to me, and I'd completely missed it. Uh, oh no! So, unfortunately, next episode. Well, there won't be can. next episode. It won't be. And it won't be next episode because we need to get something ready for for the next one. Uh, you know, it would be great if we it was may the... have to, we may have to do two in July. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. What That's we can totally up. fine. But they would love. To, I swear, those guys would love to get involved in it in extreme August. Well, we hell yeah. That's a possibility. Look, guys. Look. You let us know what you want to get involved with. We're so sorry we missed it. We did not mean it at all. Like, at all. We love you guys so much. Um, Agreed. Sorry, that's we've already had entirely on. my fault. It's an oversight, guys, 100%. Get in and touch. We're, uh, we're supposed to be going on their show again, too. They, they want you on them primarily. <laughs> no, we <laughs> want those week. guys on our show, 100%. Like, it's, it's really just because we're useless as people. It's nothing to do with you guys. We have so much love and respect for you guys, 100%. Uh, we will sort that out. We, we should get, like, a group chat on the go, honestly. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. We will sort that so, out in the, in, the, in the meantime. Anyway. Yes. Um, your pre-2000s. So, my pre-2000s, I'm doing another throwback, and it's another Italian. I think it's Italian, or maybe European. Ooh. And it is... Kill Baby Kill from 1966. This is another, Ooh. I know, this is another Blu-ray that Jamie McCauley, <laughs> our friend of the show and listener, who was also guested on here a little bit ago. What year is it? Uh, 1966. And where, where can we see this? Okay. Um, <laughs> that is <clears throat> a real good question. Go. And... Um, <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so I have it on Arrow Blu-ray, which means, and you know this, that the, know the trivia is going to be juicy as fuck. Okay, hold on. Oh, it's no, a, it's another barber. Yeah. I've not seen this, so. Um, so, no, neither have I. Um, oh, this is fucking great. Um... Okay, okay, cool. So it's not available uh, anywhere in England. Right, it is available. I'll tell you where it's available. Amazon, oh. Google Play, Vudu and YouTube. Uh, oh, that's in the States. Yeah, it's not available yeah. anywhere in the UK. Soz, guys. 
apart from maybe like your local blockbuster <laughs> or if you you can buy also buy it on arrow on blu-ray and I would recommend it because Arrow are sick when it comes to their distribution. So I would do that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Kill Baby Kill from 1966 is my choice. I'm very excited. What is yours, Muddy Matt, Matt, Matt? I'm going for Andrea Vidal's, believe it or not, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, fuck off, is it? Yeah. Just, is it? This is before I did... Uh, Bargain yeah, Bin. Yeah, before I I've made, I'm so bin. fucking glad that I watched that. No, that I watched that. I bought that the you bought right it. now. You literally bought it tonight. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I'm so, so excited. I, right <clears throat> now, I have no opinion on that film. Good. <laughs> right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> okay, good. All righty. Alrighty, all right then, cool. Well, hopefully we'll have two awesome films to come out with you. I'm sure everyone will have their opinions. Please let us know on the Facebook page and shit and uh, all DM us, whatever you like. Or you can email us on our new sexy email. Um, so yeah, whatever you like, we would love to hear from you, wouldn't we, Matt? We would indeed. More emails, the better. And rate us on the on oh, iTunes. That'd be awesome, please. Thank rate you. us on iTunes, rate us on Spotify, all kinds of shit. We would love that. We generally would love that. It helps us out, so that'd be it appreciated. Really thank you. Thank you, thank God. It literally takes two seconds, so yeah. Cool. Right all then. Right. We will see so, you in July. Motherfuckers. And then, oh, mate, we got, we got, I think, a fucking extreme August. Indeed. And then, indeed. We're going to do Psychological September, aren't we? Psychological September. Psychological September. Oh, fuck. What I was going to choose, I'm not. I'm going to have pre-2000, so I'm not going to get to choose what I was going to choose. Okay. I'll have to make something. Right. We will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Love you, guys. Take care. Be good. Bye. Bye. Oh, this is nervy. I've got clammy hands. Have it? <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, how do you say it? What do you say? You say, well, uh, no, that's what I say, <laughs> dipshit. All right, you can we're do the end with backs then. Okay. Well, no, no, I'll say that now. No, uh, no. <laughs> Asshole. Perfect. That's a perfect intro. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Why are you throwing this out of a loop, Matt? Right. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I don't know why I'm finding this. Fucking hell. I mean, you can talk for four hours, we can't do an intro. I know.